the city is alive on 97.3. City 97.3. Accra. There can be no other man to save burn three. No need to change. Keep it tuned to city. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, my neighbor. Good morning to life. Good morning. Hey. Music. Talk. Inspiration. In perspective. Express yourself. Good morning, my neighbor. City FM, your station. It's a refreshing lifestyle. City FM. 7.3 Unleashing the power of relevant radio This is City 97.3 
Past the hour of six, Joe Metal leading the soul winners in an all time classic. It's called Walabulu, setting us off on a journey of discovery. Thursday morning, the 28th, starting off with business sense brought to you by ADB. The People's Bank truly agree and more. Reach us on 0302-210-210. Let's offer you a variety of personal loans, including loan top-ups at reduced interest rates and longer tenors of up to six years. So what is the most important quality a business person needs in Ghana? Somebody asked me that question a couple of days ago, and I had to think about it. Initially, I was thinking they needed grit, determination, hard work. Well, my conclusion is that if you're a business person in Ghana, the most important thing you need is trust. Trust. Because people do business with people they trust. Now, I can't buy something for you if I don't trust that the thing is quality. And I certainly will not lend to you if I don't trust that you pay back. So I want to argue this morning that the most important quality to build as a business person, as an organization, as a marketer, is trust, trust, dependability. And this is particularly important, even for my business, in the news business. Now, if people can't trust that you will tell the truth, or can't trust that what you're saying is true, there's no point in listening to you. And if people cannot trust that your product is healthy, whether it's a medicine or a car, or a shirt or a shoe. So if all the things you build collapse, makes your trust does not. So in all your building, build trust. Build trust. Because that's the currency of business. Indeed, there's a book written called Business is Done at the Speed of Trust. The, the, the more you're trusted, the quicker the transaction. So build trust into the DNA of your company. And it will give you great benefits. 
Business has brought to you by ADB, the People's Bank. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973. With the hashtag CityCBS. International You know, Gasmila, you have to do part two. You know, I did Alan part one, and I'm doing part two. Gasmila, I, I think I will play today because the you let, you let it today. I have to because the people have mended thing too much. Uh, but you see, Gasmila has to do Telemo part two. But the people who do the job with is no longer amusing. Oh, you are more you are like the speed with which he's saying the things he's saying. Silverspoon awali. I would join that the Noko Noko. Tell <laughs> 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 I want to go and dance that to this song. 
And it is, it is my unofficial uh, sick tune for the Business Olympics. I don't know about you. They mm. have different, but this is me, my own. This is the one I am using. Uh, so this is what I'll be playing in my car when I'm driving there on Saturday. When, when you reach the venue and you are doing the entry, to the DJ will play this for you. The DJ Charlie Charlie Gidi Gidi Cry. Take note. Gidi Gidi Cry. You know, I'm coming to your neck of the woods on on Saturday. Okay. You know, this, uh, you know, when you are entering the Asuman from that road, it's, they call it Sakaman. Sakaman, yeah. Then I'll cross the Wager. Mm. Is that Galilea? Mm. Then I'll come to the Moor. Mm-hmm. Then I'll do the some, the small ten like some ten. Mm, enter the yes. Uh, then I'll announce. When I reach there, I will inspect the facilities. <laughs> God of honor, I will inspect the facilities first. <laughs> when I finish, mark my belay, then I open the gifts. I open the gifts. You open the gifts. Tell me, I'm going to give you football. I'm going to give you football. I saw how I could say launching something. <laughs> You have scored me. <laughs> because if the president doesn't score, it's a mistake. So I no, no, it means that they will change your sleeping no, place. When he kicked the ball, I'll move the goalpost. So I just to the goal. So I will launch the business Olympics and I'll go and play scrap. But, but what, what, what will happen if goalkeeper? <laughs> Actually, stop the ceremonial kick. Charlie. No, no, no. I will catch the ball. So, please, we, this is the official sick tune for the Business Olympics. Uh. And it's happening on Saturday at 8 a.m. It's the last day of September because October is going to be different. Mm-hmm. So, different we have to come there on Saturday and finish the thing we have to do. Mm-hmm. So, we'll talk more about that later on. Yeah. So many things happening. Uh, interesting stories as well. Yes, yes, yes. Maybe let's go straight into the story. Okay, let me take to the front page of the Daily Graphic. Yeah. Scrap Article 71. Mm-hmm. It's unfair. Mm-hmm. TUC charges. Uh, Dr. Anthony Alba, Secretary General of the TUC, is on the front page. Uh, 400 school children stranded. Rainstorm rips off school roof. Mm. Uh, Chief Justice advocates financial independence for judiciary. Let me take you to the um, Ghanaian Times. Measures to ensure public health safety. The FDA is to clamp down on the media over Mm. promotion of unapproved Mm. medicines. We hear this all the time, but where is the action? Mm. Also, we're told Ghana to save some two billion US dollars in 2023 from external debt service suspension, according to the governor of the central bank. Again, police chase man for allegedly poisoning girlfriend to death. Tragic story. Mm. And then also 38th National Farmers Day to be held in the Western region. Okay. I think it's the front page of the Anchor newspaper. Kolibu pushing patients into early grave, oh. but abandons cost of dialysis increment after public backlash. Really? I'll run a government of national unity as president. Mm. That's Alan. Scholarship secretariat in trouble as Harvard, as Harvard board member threatens to chook officials to university. Mm. Let me take you to the Chronicle. The big story says we want financial freedom. CJ Tokonu is telling the government of the Republic of Ghana. Also, Kennedy Ejepong launches fundraising short code. It is star seven nine seven hash. And then also the Vice President Baumia has met IT experts over digital transformation agenda. Right. Front page of the Daily Guide Stay Focused will win says uh, Baumia Kujupuku endorses the vice president on the front page 
Canada Japan has also launched a donation platform. And there's a story uh, attributed to Joyce Bar Mukhtari, also on the front page of the paper. All right. Let me take you to the business finder. The big story says 11 point tech roadmap agreed. Dr. Balmia, IT experts discuss accelerated digitalization. Also on the front page, we're told quick loan services for Access Bank customers and fruit vegetable farmers must enhance intra Africa trade. Of course, at, at the after is so much. Mm-hmm. in the discourse mm-hmm. but actually the fruit and vegetable farmers they are suffering you know, getting certification and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah we'll yeah, deal with them at a later uh, i'll take you to the front page of the business analyst finally for me government to borrow 2.5 billion ghana cities to refinance maturing bills and that is this week uh for right lots giant step towards achieving climate prosperity. Mm-hmm. Kolebu's dialysis price increase illegal. Mm. Outrageous. Wow. And the Ghana Armed Forces is speaking. They say, we've not released 114 acres of land to La traditional area. The That's Daily Post says this morning, it's just like the headline, they copy each other. Mm-hmm. Kolebu's dialysis price increase illegal. Outrageous. Same minority. Yeah. Also, Akufuado's government most corrupt in Ghana's history. Kennedy Ejipong uh, is speaking through his campaign team member. Mm. And then also, Akufuado is part of MPP's problems. Kujumpini is right. quoted here. Let- and if you go to the Daybreak newspaper, Bernard, if you may, if I may, uh, the big story says, we are winning 2024. Mm. Baumia to party faithful. Military denies land release to La Traditional Council. Mm. And I'll run government of unity that's coming in from alan john could you chairman now bnft this morning mif will invest 300 million cities in adas song assault project encourages electrochem to list on the gse hmm. also banks eager to fund msmes according to a cib study and trade with china hits all-time high meanwhile there's a trade war hitting the local biscuit industry biscuit in i'll give you the details of that story if you take you online i'll face mpp leaders if they attempt to discredit me alan warns also federation of labor says initiate policies to promote opportunities for youth and then kolebu dialysis story is also here meanwhile nagrat is demanding cancellation of double track in shs and academic calendar reset and then police on manhunt for okada rider who allegedly poisoned 70 year old pregnant girlfriend city business news is talking about the business olympics at eden heights on saturday uh-huh. gra has been told to decentralize its operations to boost revenue mobilization uh-huh. and then omc's this omc story on mpa to deal with influx of chinese tanker trucks is still making rounds on that website uh-huh. if you go to my journal line mpp chairman was in disingenuous in his comment i was i never told him all was well this is alan also caught at john sadisadel college assault case to october 04 and then uh, nagra demands immediate abolition of double track system and return to three-term calendar and then um two drivers in critical condition after ghastly accident guess where gumwa pots in same 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 place every day you know um the a couple of interesting stories channel csrs for beauty pageants to support dialysis centers this is health analyst to companies this is star fm's uh front page also i was sacked from kufo's government because i supported nana kufado against alan this is boniface gambela speaking and then uh, it's quite a number of mpp stories but it's unfair for high profile criminal trials to prolong ag is talking to just yesterday the judges met mm-hmm. and the cj also spoke there so maybe i want you to start with uh, the graphic for me yes i'll start with the graphic uh, I, i'm 
dealing with the TUC. Mm. Uh, the Trades Union Congress has joined the call for the special salary and emoluments dispensation given to office holders under Article 71 mm. of the 1992 Constitution to be scrapped, saying the provision is discriminatory. Mm -hmm. Secretary-General of the TUC, Dr. Anthony Albaugh, said Article 71 had created a superclass of people at the expense of others, fueling discrimination and injustice against other classes of public sector workers. Mm. Speaking at the IEA Constitutional Review Seminar last Tuesday, Dr. Albaugh said Article 71 smacks of discrimination between the political elite and the people. Why should, some, why should some public servants be placed under Article 71 and others treated differently? We must either amend or change the constitution and scrap Article 71. Mm. Well, let's stay with matters having to do with money and related matters for persons in public office. If you go to uh, the Chronicle, the big story is talking about the Chief Justice saying we want financial freedom. Mm. That is we being the judiciary. Now, okay. The story details you can find on page 3 of the paper, Benis Bessé reporting, says that the Chief Justice, Gertrude Araba Esaba Saki Tokonu, is fighting for financial independence um, of the third arm of government. Now, according to her, the financial independence of the judiciary is enshrined in the 1992 constitution, yet they have no control over their finances and always have to get clearance before engaging their staff, access money generated from the court services, as well as uh, to procure any asset to mm -hmm. do their work. There's a quote here that says that if the financial independence of the judiciary is conferred and demanded by the 1992 constitution, why are the judicial service uh, of Ghana and the judiciary subjected to such great constraints in financial uh, administration, she mm -hmm. lamented. Mm -hmm. Now, the Chief Justice was speaking at the 42nd Annual Conference of the Association of Magistrates and Judges of Ghana, held under the theme, A Financial, Independent and Accountable Judiciary, mm -hmm. the key effect of justice delivery in Accra yesterday. And uh, she said the convention about the financial uh, independence of the judiciary is not new, and that it started from the era of her predecessors, Chief Justice, uh, and then she mentions yeah. the names. And one of the, the, the key things that was said yesterday, mm. uh, to the best of my knowledge, is that that came in from uh, the general. director of the Ghana School of Law, what did Yao Pong, who said that going forward, mm -hmm. the courts and the justices or the judiciary should be made to retain at least 60 over 60 percent of, their, of their internally generated funds so that they can actually do their work yeah. because it is embarrassing yeah. that you go to some of the courts they don't even have paper to do their work meanwhile the attorney general is also asking for speed in mm -hmm. some of the cases that uh, are in court the ag and minister for justice has expressed concern over the manner high profile criminal cases in the country last according to him it's unjust and unfair for so-called high-profile criminal cases involving the summary offense of fraud to last longer while perceived ordinary members of the public are concluded in six months. Mm. He urged the judiciary to ensure that their processes are devoid of undue delays and inefficiencies. He said a robust legal system underpinned by the rule of law goes hand-in-hand hand with economic prosperity. Speaking yesterday at the Annual General Conference of Association of Magistrates and Judges of Ghana in Accra on Tuesday. So mm. that was the story. Yeah, but let me just stay in the space of the judiciary briefly. There's another story on page two of the Chronicle that says blogger on trial over late publication of false news. Mm. Now, Joyce Danso reporting says um, the circuit court in Accra has kicked, uh, you know, has started, started, they want to say, the trial of a blogger and an information technology professional whose activities allegedly caused panic mm -hmm. among dollar account holders to withdraw their savings in the year 2022. Now, Jeffrey Nyame, uh, the blogger, is facing a charge of publication of false news. Jeremiah Kwabena, a, a Jebeng, 
the IT professional, has been charged with abetment of crime. His alleged accomplices are at large. Now, the two have, mm -hmm. however, pleaded not guilty to the charges and they are currently on bail in the sum of um, 20,000 Ghana CDs with two sureties. But basically, what they mm -hmm. are, we are told is that they have published a number of articles. Which, on article? which portal? Um, the portal, uh, well... No, 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 I don't. I don't immediately. I can't immediately find that here because Maybe it appears to be an online story. because yeah, they are all bloggers. Exactly, and you know they, these guys are writing all kinds of things. Just recently, uh, our respected former minister, uh, Doctor Kufo, oh, Charlie Adu Kufo, yeah, they yeah. said he's the number Charlie. Charlie, they, they write all kinds of gibberish. And the, that one, the, no that, that, that particular one, it was anonymous. Mm -hmm. So his lawyer said that the person was hiding under the veil of anonymity, mm -hmm. but this mm -hmm. person is known. Now let's come to the Kolebu. Yeah, let me take you to Kolebu on page two of the Anko newspaper. It says that. Um, kidney patients receiving dialysis treatments at the renal dialysis unit of the Kolebu Teaching Hospital will have to cough up more cash to continue receiving treatment or risk dying because the cost of this procedure has been increased astrono astronomically mm. by about 101 percent. Mm -hmm. But after massive public backlash following the announcement of a new fee, the uh, hospital hardly made a U-turn claiming the new fee was just a proposal and has to be sent to Parliament through the Ministry of Health for approval before its implementation. Mm -hmm. uh, according to the Ankos story, uh, prior to the U-turn, the public relations officer of the hospital, Mustafa Isifu, mm -hmm. had fiercely justified the increment mm -hmm. on joint news on Tuesday, September 26. Well, Meanwhile, on the same matter, the minority is raising his voice uh, over the matter. Kolibu's dialysis price increase illegal, outrageous and uh, the minority says the story is actually on page 6 and mm -hmm. the minority caucus in parliament has chastised the Kolibu teaching hospital for increasing the cost of renal uh, dialysis from 380 mm -hmm. Ghana cities to 765.42 Ghana describing the move as illegal and outrageous. Now speaking on Eyewitness News mm -hmm. uh, on City FM, the minority caucus's spokesperson on health Kwabna Minta Kando uh, who is also the member of parliament for the Jaboso constituency said the hospital cannot set its own fees and charges yeah. without parliament. Now, let me take you to education. Mm. Nagrat is demanding the cancellation of the double track system in secondary schools and they want an academic calendar reset. This is Anshelizu reporting on City Newsroom that the Nagrat has once again reiterated its call to the Ministry of Education and GES to reset the academic calendar to the trimester system. The teacher union explains that the increase in student populations coupled with extension in the teaching periods is putting pressure on teachers and school management of second cycle institutions. Speaking at a press conference yesterday, President of Nagrat Angel Kabonu advised the ministry to act on their request as a matter of agency. He also raised concern about government's failure to fulfill its promise of cancelling the double track system. Here's a quote. It's been some seven years that the government instituted the free SHS. Uh, with the introduction of the double track. The reason the double track was introduced, according to the president, was for the track system to take care of the growing number of students because the facilities in the schools at the time couldn't contain their numbers. The government promised us at the time that within five years, the double track system would be a thing of the past. He said it would have asked the GES to put up facilities and structures in the schools to cater for the increase in numbers. He says, unfortunately, the five-year period ended two years ago, and yet 40% of SHSs are still running the double track system. The double track is coming up with attendant problems and challenges and has placed untold pressure on the management of schools and teachers. We are calling on the GES and the Ministry of Education to reset the school calendar to what it used to be. Let's keep an eye on this story. Yes, let me stay with education and give you two stories from the Daily Graphic on page 13. For the fate of over 400 pupils of the Manledada Basic and African mm. Unity Schools in the Ladadikotopo municipality hangs in the balance after a rainstorm mm. destroyed their classrooms. And nine units classroom block and adjoining offices of the African Unity School 
were destroyed in May this year, but they have not seen renovation yet. The Daily Graphic has been keeping an eye on this story with Timothy Nyangbe. Mm -hmm. Now, if you go to the back page of the Daily Graphic, also Esconians rally members yeah. for development, led yeah. by Samuel Ataman Sasamens, global, global president, president of Oswego Senior High School Students Association. Yes. Yeah. Uh, they did some documentary and things. So it was really say, nice, yeah. you know. I like the vibe in Swesco. Okay. They say PSCA, doctor, professor. Thank you. Nana something. Yeah. It was a nice program. No, no, Two trade stories. Trade with China hits all-time high BNFT. Mm -hmm. The trade trade between Ghana and China reached an all-time record of $10.2 billion in 2022 mm -hmm. from $6.6 .6 in 2017. More importantly, mm -hmm. Ghana's exports to China increased by 60% last year. A Chinese ambassador to Ghana, Lu Kang, said... He said this at the celebration of the People's Republic of China's 74th anniversary in Accra, saying cooperation and partnership between the two countries was delivering tangible results. But there is a trade war hitting the local biscuit industry. Now, the story says the fierce competition in the local biscuit industry has reached a state of intense excitement and agitation as the two leading players in the industry, Trellium Industrial Company Limited, manufacturers of McBerry Biscuits uh -huh. and Nutrifoods Ghana, have locked horns in the law courts uh -huh. over misuse of trademarks. Uh -huh. In a series of accusations and counter accusations between the two organizations, uh -huh. the, the matter has finally gone to court. Now, the latest case. Twelium Industrial Limited has secured an injunction against Nutrifoods okay. for adopting and using an identical or similar name to mimic its McBerry breakfast cereal brand. Passing off in law. Yeah, the brand name used by Nutrifoods, which generated the latest controversy, was Royal Breakfast Cereal. Okay. Now, the court presided over by her ladyship Adelaide Abuikade, mm -hmm. just of the High Court, in granting a motion for interlocutory injunction, mm -hmm. was convinced, among other things, that Twelium will suffer great hardship if the application was refused or dismissed. Mm -hmm. So she therefore, in a ruling, restrained Nutrifoods and it assigns agents or previous from producing, distributing, marketing or selling the Royal Breakfast Cereal Biscuit mm -hmm. and the determination of the substantive matter. Okay. So basically, uh, uh, Twelium produces Macberry um, Breakfast. Royal. Uh, um, what do you call it? Macberry uh, Breakfast. Cereal. Cereal Breakfast. And then the other one produces Royal Breakfast. Mm -hmm. And then they are basically saying that the name is too similar. And yeah. therefore, they will be harmed if the, that name is allowed. Hopefully, this is not a case that drags because, you know, we need... It's, a, it's, a, it's a matter that should be decided quickly. I mean, but the principle is that it is only a moron in a hurry who would uh, not see the difference. Well, so let me let me give you the background. If a moron in a hurry will see the difference... <laughs> well, I don't know. It will recall that Trillium Industrial launched a new biscuit brand called Alpha Cracker with a tagline, The New King in Town. Beautifuls <laughs> did not take early to the new product tagline, which in the company's view is similar to its royal king cracker biscuit mm. after a series of unsuccessful attempts to stop mcberry from using the tagline nutrifoods mounted an action at the high court to stop mcberry from using the tagline okay. however the action suffered a fatal blow as the same was dismissed as unmeritorious okay. now the tables have turned the launch of the royal breakfast cereal by nutrifoods has been seen by industry observers as a revengeful act okay. which then these guys have taken to court just take Luzati. Luzati. Yeah, that one. That, 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 that's all. Nobody can even do that. Luzati. <coughs> 30 seconds. Finish. I think it's a very interesting Very, very interesting that case. We'll keep an eye on. Bernard, let me take you to mm. another trade-related story. We're told fruits and vegetable farmers must enhance intra-African trade. Mm -hmm. Isaac Edu, writing mm -hmm. for the Business Finder, says the Director of Crop Services at the Ministry of Food and Agriculture, Dr. Solomon Gianansa, mm 
mm-hmm. has rallied Ghanaian horticultural uh, businesses to work together to enhance intra-Africa commerce, which will boost our economy and ensure a substantial market share on the continent. But I received mm-hmm. very devastating news from within that particular space yesterday. Some people complaining mm-hmm. about yeah. their inability to get the help that they need to be able to export their stuff. Out Is this still the issue of the the place at the port where the exporters have to keep their product. There was this issue that came up. There's a long chain. Yes. A I, long chain. And today maybe we'll find some Yes, time they should find some time. Let me give you the last word. Yes. So the government is borrowing 2.5 billion Ghana cities this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, but according to watchers, with improved liquidity and lower refinancing pressure, uh, they expect the Treasury to achieve the auction target. Uh, two quick stories. Internationally, Niger has finally succeeded in getting France to leave. So France ambassador has been recalled from Niamey. Mm-hmm. So the for those of you who are interested, mm-hmm. French ambassador exits Niger after stand up a military junta. And then Niger frees French diplomatic envoy detained for almost a week. Mm. And then Macron says French soldiers will also leave Niger. Mm-hmm. But Charles, I had yesterday the Alan interview how? It was interesting. And in, in fact, there's a lot of stuff. We didn't review them this morning, but I'll probably play some highlights. Yes. There's yes. also been different reactions. No, not even that. Just that. your own observation. Sitting with the man. Oh, when we come back out here, you make I read. Yeah, bear off. <laughs> <laughs> the new super review is brought to you by Total Energies. A poorly maintained car will, engine will age faster. That's why Total Energies has introduced the newly formulated quartz engine oil with ART. It's a breakthrough innovation that ensures optimal performance for your engine and improves protection against mechanical wear by up to 74%. Choose quotes from Total Energies. Choose the engine oil that keeps your engine running efficiently and effectively. And as a business owner, Fidelity, a dropper account, is here to help give you a convenient payment and cash collection solution, including the GHQR, mobile money collect, mobile teller cash, and more. If you think it sounds good, sign up for the Ajapar account. It's an interest-earning current account available to both registered and sole proprietorships across the country. Now star seven seven zero sorry star seven seven six star zero hash or simply go to fidelitybank.com.ga to sign up to the Fidelity Ajapa account. Terms and conditions apply. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3. Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973. And Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973. With the hashtag CityCBS. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. City Business News now brought to you by MTN and Goyle. And look who she is in the house. Vivian Somebody's Kailuku. in a good mood. Oh, yes. Tell me about it. Well, I, I mean, life is going on. Tell life is just good. Yesterday, I celebrated Nick Amatefio's 78. Uncle Nick. I was just, it was just an amazing. Chairman one. And the cake, I hope they left some of the cake. They did. I, I, they brought it. I want to, to use us. the cake. Oh, to... you didn't get some. No, I, if hey, oh. if they didn't leave my cake, tell my my boy, you need to get money. Oh, boy, oh, boy, brought it. They even announced it. Yes, because I've prepared some porridge. Charlie, why were you finish the news and let me go and deal with the cake matter? Anyway, happy birthday to Nikamati. Yesterday was his birthday. We had a great, great lunch. 
Yeah. So grateful to everybody for yeah. showing up. Yeah. And what yeah. else is in the news? Well, let me do some business. Now, as expected, financial soundness indicators have shown that the levels of non-performing loans have recorded some significant increase in the banking sector. The year-on-year assessment suggests a nearly 10% rise in the ratio. The following report has the breakdown. Per the figures from the Bank of Ghana, non-performing loans stood at 20% as of the end of August 2023. This is much higher compared to the 14.3% recorded in August 2022. The trend suggests the ratio has been on the ascendancy since the beginning of the year. It means for the first eight months of the year, the rate at which borrowers failed to make repayment of principal and interest as agreed between them and financial institutions has not slowed down from 15.7% in January to 16.8% in March then to 18% in April. The upward trend continued. A hit 18.2% in May, 18.7% and 19.1% in June and July respectively, bringing us to the surge of 20%. This reflects higher loan impairment and elevated credit risk in the banking sector. But is the central bank which regulates commercial banks that lend to customers worried about this development despite what it says is a stable and profitable banking sector. Here is its governor, Dr. Ennis Addison. The resumption of the NPLs, the increase in NPLs, which should not surprise you when you have an economic crisis with inflation, exchange rate depreciating so sharply, these things spill over into the real sector of the economy. And therefore, we are not surprised uh, to see that the banks are recording higher uh, NPLs. Uh, we expect that they should stabilize. We probably have peaked in terms of the NPLs estimated at 20% or, or so. And going forward, first we have to deal with the macro. Going forward, we are dealing with the macro. We are seeing that the environment has stabilized, so the situation cannot get any worse than, than, than where it is. At the end of the day, the banks are, have, are having to make more provisioning to deal with these non-performing loans. It, it would also mean that they would have to eventually, you know, put in more capital to, to cover some of the losses that will come through because of NPLs. Governor of the Central Bank, Dr. Ernest Addison, ending that report filed by Nilati Lati. Mineral steps are being taken to reduce the costs incurred by fintechs and the provision of financial services to customers. The current structure being operated by such emerging technological firms is said to not be flexible enough to ensure their growth. To this end, the Ghana Association of Banks has moved to strengthen the capacities of fintechs to enhance their service delivery. Chief Executive Officer for the Association John Iwa tells City Business News plans are underway to strengthen collaboration between banks and fintechs to maximize output in the digital space. It is our duty that you know most of these fintechs are small businesses, um, young entrepreneurs. It's our duty to bring them up to speed. Sometimes it may even extend to banks, provide some level of assistance to bring them to the level of compliance that we are, so that as they plug into our network, we are not overexposed because um, the cyber um, um, security considerations at their end is a bit lax. So um, we, we, we are working very well together. Yes, it can be, could be better. Uh, some of them are 
even now ISO um, certified. There are others that are in the pipeline. It costs money to do these things. That's the CEO of the Ghana Association of Banks, John Ewa. Now, the Ghana Federation of Labor has called for the establishment of a comprehensive national platform for deliberation on economic challenges and the creation of development agenda aimed at alleviating the hardship faced by citizens. The group, in a statement, expressed concern about the nation's considerable potential and rich history being overshadowed by various difficulties largely attributed to ineffective governance. They are advocating for proactive participation in addressing these issues and believe that such engagements will enable the nation to surmount its challenges and pave the way for a more promising future for Ghana's youth. Now, with just two days left for Ghana's biggest sporting event, the City Business Olympics, we want to tell you about the preparedness of the businesses who will be competing for bragging rights this Saturday. Our competitors should be ready. Watch out for us. We are coming to sweep all the trophies. These are but a few of the central messages from organizations ahead of the 2023 edition of the City of Business Olympics. Well, while some will tap into their experience from their previous participation, others are vowing to make a huge first-time impression. So we wait with bated breath. Expectations are already high going into this weekend's competition. We've been training for four years straight, and we are not going down to we are not just coming to participate we are taking at least a trophy home and when we are even losing we are not losing just like that we'll go down swinging right so so we are ready we are poised we want to compete and then win some trophies i'm the general manager for papaya fast food i mean when it comes to these games or these um, opportunity we're able to tell people what is happening and i think it's a good thing so last year before i got to own i was being trained by ghana's number one tennis player yeah and this time around he's left the country so i'm being trained by the coach of Ghana's number one player, so you can imagine. We are participating in all disciplines, and with our football team, we have a touch of Pep Guardiola, we have a touch of um, Jose Moyo, and we've consulted um, Christopher Nimli. So he's our personal trainer, so we have a whole lot of new things. We are going to surprise everybody. Oh, yes. This year, the City Business Olympics will come off at the Eden High Sports Complex at Wager on Saturday, September 30. The City Business Olympics 2023 is powered by City TV with support from City FM and proudly sponsored by Lozati Lozenges from Unicom Chemist Limited, EK Brand Consult, Blue Jeans Energy Drink, Hollard Insurance, Voltic Ghana Limited, Fan Yugo and Universal Motors. For more on registration, please call 0205-973-973 or 0558-973-973. <laughs> So we'll see you this Saturday, see who wins the sporting disciplines and um, take it from there. Let's see how the city's performing this morning. Let's go to the Interbank Foreign Exchange Market where banks trade among themselves. The dollar stayed at 11 CDs. British pound lost 3 pesos. Now 13 CDs, 45 pesos. Euro also lost 8 CDs. Now at 11 CDs, 64 pesos. Let's go to Forex bureaus across the capital and the dollar could be sold to you at 11 CDs, 65 pesos. British pound 14 cities, 50 pesos. And the euro, 
12 cities, 30 passwords. Let's now join Mark Jordan Sikanate of Data Bank for the latest updates on the bonds market. Investors kept a vibrant trading activity on the bond market in the early sessions of this week, exchanging a total face value of 180 million Ghana cities. The four-year bond market trend on February 2027 was the most active on the market, recording 10 out of 41 transactions. At the end of the second trading session, the Data Bank Bond Index settled at 80.52 points with a weighted yield to maturity of 13.73%. In this week's money market auction, the Treasury plans to offer 2.57 billion Ghana cities to refinance maturing bills worth 2.4 billion Ghana cities. The 91-day yield is currently quoted at 28.5%, with a 364-day at 32.51%. Mark Jordan Sikanati of Data Bank with the latest update on the bonds market. Well, that's it for the breakfast edition of City Business News brought to you by MTN as well as Guel. It is also powered by your most comprehensive business news website, citybusinessnews.com. Log on to that website to get some more business news updates. You can also join us at 1 o'clock this afternoon for the latest in the world of business. My name is Vivian Kai Loco. Do have a good business day. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. past seven city business news brought to you by Goyle. Don't just stop anywhere when you run out of fuel from your vehicle. You insist on Goyle Super XP on 95 and the Diesel XP, the best quality fuels with high performance for your vehicle. Our Diesel XP is low in sulfur, making it an eco-friendly option for your vehicle, while the Super XP on 95 is high-grade, sold at the same price as normal fuel. Goyle is uh, having over 440 stations across the country. Join the family that rewards you with quality for an energized driving experience. That's one way, take you and don't let people hear dull color tones when they call you. MTN wants you to know you can still bring some life to your color ring back tone with some of your favorite music. If you enjoy high life, hip hop, hip life, or gospel, then Dial Star 1355 has to choose from a wide range of music options. And that's it. Everyone who calls you gets to listen and dance to your favorite music too. Get a dope ring back tone today and enjoy this life only on MTN. Kickoff is next and is brought to you by Le Sheho in partnership with Petra. We have exciting news for all tier three 
scheme members. If you need a loan for immediate expenses like school fees, rent, project completion, or other agent financial challenges, safeguard your investment by taking a pension back loan at a low interest rate of just 1.8%. With a convenient application process and flexible terms and payments of payments, you're on your way to achieving your dreams. Call 0577-699-923. Learn more about the easy loan or visit loans.petraonline.com Remember, it's not just a loan, it's your dream and your future. And if you're a car owner, there's only one sound you fall in love with every time. The sound of an a healthy engine. That's why Shell Fuels with Dynaflex technology are designed to keep your car engine clean and protected for efficient running and healthy engine that sounds music to your ears. From the timeless classics to the sleek new models and from the heavy duty trucks to the nimble compacts, one thing's for sure, every car loves Shell. Visit your favorite Shell station today. Get Shell Fuels because every car loves Shell Fuels for better journeys. Gabby Ofe is here with the sports news for the morning. It's hi, 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 Venat. Hello, the Gavster. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing well. What's the big story today? Well, I mean, there were some Carabao Cup matches that I played yesterday. I, I mean, Liverpool. Liverpool is now 3-1 United. Yeah. Every but 3-1. <laughs> I don't even but, get but it. But Liverpool should work on uh, stop conceding. It's almost like they want you to score, then they'll, come, they'll wake up. Yeah, yeah. They've played about eight games. About six of them have ended 3-1. Each game they concede. And they score three. <laughs> Well, but if they continue like that, they'll win the league. Well, if they, if they score 3-1 for the rest of the season, they'll me, win. I honestly think that Klopp should rather prioritize the cup matches. Bro, gyro. Back, 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 Many thanks for joining me, Gabby Ophel, for the latest here on Kickoff this morning. Kickoff is proudly brought to you by Shell and Lesheho coming up. And Murphy, lovely turn. Joel Linton edge of the area. Joel Linton still going. What a run from Joel Linton. And then the cutback. And Isak is there. And Isak scores. Joel Linton with a brilliant run around Man City defenders into the penalty area. And then the ball. touch and stuck it away for his fourth of the season all right manchester city's hopes of going one better this season and winning the quadruple were dashed by alexander isaac's early goal are taking newcastle united to next phase of the competition and we are more than satisfied to win the travel our expectations are high but not high enough to to make the other one satisfied for that all right, more from the Manchester City boss Pep Guardiola in a bit. Also, they were wins for Chelsea, Arsenal, Liverpool and West Ham United in the Carabao Cup. Also coming up, Ghana's Antoine Semenyo is confident of making an impact at the upcoming AFCON tournament in Cote d'Ivoire. Yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be tough. It's going to be tough, but, you know, I'm ready to embrace that challenge. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, for my family, it's big. Um, my dad played in Ghana um, years ago, and, yeah, it's just nice to represent all the family and all my friends as well. So, yeah, it's an honour, really. All right, so get to hear from Ghana's Antoine Semenya, who plays for Bournemouth in the English Premier League in a bit. But first.
Besides, Ghana has been selected by CAF as one of the countries to receive the African Cup of Nations Trophy Tour as part of uh, the build-up to the 34th edition of the tournament in Cote d'Ivoire. Accra will host the trophy for three days. That's November 26 uh, to 29. What we do understand is that the trophy tour has already begun, starting from uh, defending champion Senegal, then we'll head to Equatorial Guinea, DR Congo, Tunisia next, Algeria, Egypt, there's uh, Guinea, South Africa, Nigeria, Angola, there's uh, Zambia, Morocco, Tanzania, uh, there's uh, Cameroon, and Mozambique before London in Abidjan in December for the forthcoming tournament. And speaking of the AFCON next year in Cote d'Ivoire, Ghana's uh, Antoine Semyon is looking forward to uh, facing the challenges at the upcoming tournament uh, commencing in January. Semenyo played a vital role in Ghana's qualification uh, for the tournament, assisting in the final group game against uh, the Central African Republic. And Semenyo says he's ready to handle the pressure the AFCON tournament comes with. Yeah, no, that was a, that was a good game. It was a tough game. Um, uh, the pitch wasn't too good, and opposition were they surprised us. They were really good. So yeah, caught us by surprise, and yeah, I'm happy to say I came on and provided an assist for the winner. So I can't complain. Looking forward to the finals after Christmas. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough, but you know I'm ready to embrace that challenge. And how's that all gone down with your your family? And I know that you've had a lot of social media interest as well. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, for my family's big. Um, my dad played in Ghana um, years ago, and yeah, it's just nice to represent all the family and all my friends as well. So yeah, it's an honour, really. All right, so that's Aganis Antoine Semenyon looking forward to the Afcon next year in Cote d'Ivoire. Uh, that's uh, happening, yes, uh, in Ivory Coast. Uh, that's a uh, Cote d'Ivoire. Well, uh, some more Black Stars related stuff in Ghana. Inaki Williams, uh, he continues to impress, netting a goal for a third consecutive game for Athletic Bilbao in the game against Hitafi last night. Inaki Williams has now scored four goals and two assists in seven appearances this season for the Spanish side. And the Ghanaian has also been nominated for La Liga Player of the Month for September. So good one for Ghana's Inaki Williams. Here in Ghana, Hatterford head coach Martin Koopman is urging supporters of the club to rally behind the team as they head to Sunyani for the tricky tie against uh, Bofokwatano. Now, the newly promoted side have picked up four points from two games and set joint top with uh, Accra Lions. Koopman highlighted the strength of the home team and believes his side can stand the test on Saturday. Yeah, we know uh, what, uh, what, uh, what uh, they have in the team, so uh, they have qualities, but uh, we have also qualities and I'm always looking for my own team and I know how they play, uh, so uh, we prepare uh, very good for that game. Yeah, it was very, very nice for the, for also for the fans, of course, and we have a lot of fans. And I think uh, if we continue to do that, a lot of fans will come to the stadium. All right, so that's Hasselfolk's gaffer Martin Koopman speaking there. Well, also in car, Kumasi head coach for Kumasi Asante Kotoko Prosperate Ogum has been sharing his thoughts on his side's poor start to the campaign as they jail for their home match against Karela United on Sunday. The start to Ogum's second stint. Has seen Kotoko record a draw and a defeat to begin the campaign. But now probably we are not getting uh, the result. By to me, 34 games, two gone, 32 more to go. It's a long journey, and I've always been telling them at, at training that they should keep their heads up and chest out because we've just played two games. It's not two more games. It's not two games to end the season, but rather 32 more games to go. And individual players with individual identities, individual 
game intelligence, game understanding, uh, it will take time. So to me, I mean, if you look at the two games that we played, if you look at some players even reporting late, we, we, we got some players very late for bad preseason. But I don't believe in attributions. So if you listen to my interviews, I don't know. Attributions explain or they describe your the reason why you succeeded or you failed. I don't believe in that. All right, so that's a head coach for Kumasi Asante Kotoko Prosper Natel Gom speaking then. Speaking of Kotoko, they've, they've officially given the green light to uh, their technical director. Uh, his name is Kwesi Apia to take on the role of uh, head coach for the Sudan national team. The decision comes after Apia's uh, recent appointment as Sudan's head coach signing a three-year contract uh, for that position. Despite his new role, Kwesi Apia will continue to serve as the uh, technical director of Kotoko well, some more local stuff in the court of arbitration for sports has denied Ken Faisal's uh, request for a stay of execution against the Ghana Football Association. The club attempted to cast after being relegated due to a dispute over player registrations and seeking to continue the Ghana Premier League for the 2023-24 season until a final decision was made. However, Cass has dismissed their request for a stay and the cost related to this decision will be determined uh, later. Now to Europe and Newcastle United uh, produced a transformed second half performance to uh, Manchester City out of the Carabao Cup with Alexander Isak's uh, strike sending last season's finalists into the fourth round where they face Manchester United. Now uh, City boss Pep Guardiola says they are more than happy with a treble after Newcastle ended their dream of winning the quadruple this season. Do you think the target was to win the quadruple? Honestly, it's not. We compete really good. That is what I stood on my team and... And, uh, and we are more than satisfied to win the travel. Our expectations are high, but not high enough to, to make the other one satisfied for that. So never was in our mind. So we came here to play and we compete really good. And, and that congratulations for Newcastle for go through. Big compliment I said in the locker room to the players for the way we played comparing last season. So Santon, but uh, we were there, but we didn't play absolutely anything. Today we were there, we make a brilliant first half. And of course, for the way we play, I think Newcastle could not accept. They increased the rhythm, the aggressivity, and the kicking, and they were there, more aggressive. All right, so that's a Manchester City's girl for Pep Guardiola speaking there. Also at the JTEC Community Stadium, Arsenal also secured their place in the fourth round as we know since Eligo clinched a battling 1 0 win over Brentford. Yes, Arsenal boss Mikel Ateta. Well, really happy in this competition. You are in or out. We are in. Um, two very different halves. The first half that we had a lot of control, scored the goal, and, and had had some chances to put the game away and we didn't and in the second half um, yeah they had a more aggressive approach as well and um, and we struggled to progress the ball and travel together we were too direct and and then becomes a a difficult game because it's a lot of duels then it's free kicks it's long throws you have to defend every time bring everybody back and and try to get out and win territory from there and they are really good at that all right so that's Arsenal boss Mikel Arteta speaking there at the Stamford Bridge Nicholas Jackson fired Chelsea into the fourth round as they beat Brighton 1-0 uh, the victory helped ease some early pressure on Mauricio Pochettino Liverpool also came from behind to de- defeat Leicester City by three goals to one in the third round thanks to trial second half goals Cody Gakpo Dominic Sabosla and Diogo Jota with, with uh, three goals for Liverpool. Dominic Solanke also came off the bench to send Bournemouth into the fourth round at the Carabao Cup after beating championship side Stoke City 2-0 at the Vitality Stadium. Everton continued uh, their mini-revival after a deserved 2-1 win at Aston Villa with goals from James Garner and Dominic 
Carvalho in, in Italy. Uh, Napoli ended their run of a uh, three winless game in Syria with a dominant 4-1 victory over Yedenis. Victor Simon, the man at the center of all the controversy, uh, he got on the score sheet. Kivisha Varashkelia also back to scoring ways. Now let's get to our City Business Olympic Series. Here's Evans of Manson with today's episode. Welcome to the City Business Olympic Series. Each swimmer goes head-to-head against the opponent to cover a pretty fine distance in the shortest possible time. Swimming does not only test a swimmer's skills but also serves as an excellent form of exercise. From the elegant butterfly stroke to the technical backstroke, the graceful breaststroke to the swift freestyle, the pool at Eden Heights Sports Complex promises thrilling battles for Arnes. The event to be held in an Olympic standard swimming pool measuring an impressive 50 meters in length and 25 meters in width. Having eight lanes, swimmers can expect to find an opportunity to enjoy the pool. Additionally, the pool offers various water features including slides and a spray area enhancing the overall swimming experience. In the men's swimming category, Radiance holds the title of defending champions with NS Chemist securing second place. In the women's swimming division, AFS holds the championship title having triumph over Fair Afrique in second place and Pay Angel in third place in the previous competition. The City Business Olympics 2023 is powered by City TV with support from City FM and proudly sponsored by Lozati Lozenges from Unicom Chemist Limited, EK Brand Consult, Blue Jeans Energy Drink, Hollard Insurance, Voltic Ghana Limited, Fan Yogo and Universal Motors. To register your company to participate, call 0205-973-973. Again, 0205-973-973 or 0558-973-973. Again, 0558-973-973. All right, so just some few days to the City Business Olympics. You heard my colleague there, Evans of Fuchima. So with today's episode uh, there of the City Business uh, Series, then uh, that's a wrap on today's edition of Kickoff Show and La Show, our proud spot, uh, partners. We've got more stories for you on our website, citysportonline.com, and on X, also known as Twitter, at CitySportsGHA. We'll back later at 5 p.m. with Sport Flash and at 10 p.m. on City TV with uh, the City Sports Roundup. Gabriel Fair here. Do take care of yourself and bye-bye. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise.
736 City Breakfast Show, couple of quick birthday requests. Happy 50th birthday to Richard Gerald Clotty of the Bank of Ghana. DC Fraternity is wishing you happy golden jubilee. It's coming from Ascona and Ebenezer down in Dansoma. Uh, happy birthday to the manager. This is coming in from uh, Kwesi Emuna to Ben Emuna. Happy birthday to Onukpa Pitayao Botrochi of GCB, a fine gentleman, a career coach, financial secretary of Ahiskosa, president of his six-year group. An amazing husband and a great father. Have a fabulous day from your wife and your children. And the Onukpai, Onukpa Pitayao Botrochi of GCB, happy birthday to you. So Onukba is actually the name of the Accra High Old Students. Accra High Old Students. One of the oldest secondary schools in the country. A couple more coming through. Happy birthday to Kwame Boating of East Legon Executive Fitness Club, CEO of K-Boat Homes Construction. Wishing you God's divine wealth, health, and unlimited joy. Lots of love from Olivia, Kobe, and the rest of the family. This is from your wife, Mrs. Olivia Boating at Jekum, head of tobacco and substances at FDA. To Kwame Boating of East Legon Executive Fitness Homes Construction Limited. This one is going out to Henrietta Mensah, the Director of Strategy at Bluecrest College. You're celebrating your birthday today and uh, we are standing with you, supporting you, cheering you on. Continue to make a difference wherever you find yourself. God mm. is settling with you. More of them are coming in. Mm -hmm. uh, Nathan? Okay, uh, this one says, kindly help me celebrate this God sent angel in human form, Madam Comfort. Ifwa Opokyo of Oboma Siekyapim, she is a Okay, happy 95 years in advance. This is Obusumasi. Okay, Obusumasi. Obusumasi. Okay, Obusumasi. Right. Okay, so this person is wishing Madame Comfort. Efwa Opokia of Obusumasi. Mm. And he says, my gift mm -hmm. for your 95th birthday is my third son. Hey. Nana Kofi Opoku Dudua-Fari. San Yakono. As I named him <laughs> after you. Okay. Okay, so that's from your Ketri Kwesi Dudu. All right. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. All right. And um, this one, let me read this. It's from a, a lovely friend, Kokui. All right. Kokui says, happy birthday to somebody we all know. Ranstina okay. Lee Akesi Yankee Opari Safro. Okay. It's her birthday today. So we are wishing Ranstina a lovely yep, birthday. Yep, yep. Okay. <laughs> Wonderful. Ranstina, enjoy your day. Bring us some fun. You go to cool off on your behalf. <laughs> I'll eat it with the rest of the cake from yesterday. A couple of quick announcements. Uh, so this this morning, I, I I don't know, Sky. I feel we need to have a conversation about um, health, mm -hmm. health, and um, the report and Safo filed on CNN. I think it was two days ago. 
on the cost of dialysis and the back and forth that has led to the minority asking for the the increase in the charge to be removed i think there's a lot that has to be said about, <clears throat> about that and i feel we should we should talk about it we should talk about we should we, we, got, we need a workable solution to financing healthcare. Mm-hmm. too many people are calling saying that they need money for medical treatment and the amounts of monies they are asking for, they are so much. Mm-hmm. I think I got a call from a lady on Monday. Mm-hmm. She said her brother or something did a fair surgery and it was partially successful at some cost, but now he needs 80,000. Ghana cities. Hey! Some of the monies they are calling, I've not even seen it before. <laughs> you know? So I, I, I think we need to enter that thing properly. Yeah, it worries me. And the, the whole issue of health insurance and special care, dialysis. The role of entrepreneurs or businesses. Yeah, there, or there's something just not right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, something that's not, the numbers are not adding up. Yeah, the numbers are not uh, adding up. Yeah, before we go to that though, Charlie, yes. yesterday, 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 mm-hmm, Charlie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all the legal. Charlie, all the people who matter. I want the I want the Obahia bon word. The people, the who legal avatars, avatars. The, the 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 legal Oshokwiks. Yes. The legal Nale <laughs> Matenjeris. Thank you. They met at one location. The men and women of timber and caliber. I'm telling you. Of substance and metal. Who were not wearing their, you know, they were not wearing their thing. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, when you see them, you assume that. Why is it because they're not an official function? The it judges. was an official function. You know, they do their annual meetings. But when they come for state events in Parliament, mm-hmm. they wear their thing. Yeah. Yeah, so that is an official state ceremony. Ah, so this one they were just wearing normal. Uh, yeah, yeah. So they wore some their association, you know. I'm I'm, I'm the university club. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so when you see them, you assume that oh, you know. But I, I just got a strange stray bullet idea. Uh-huh. You know that if every company, every union does an university club, uh-huh. and they give it to a Ghanaian textile manufacturing company, they will make money, yeah, 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 yeah. Because there's, uh, they were they were wearing some nice mm-hmm. batik mm-hmm. blue team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, if oh, like imagine city has a cloth, uh-huh. all the realists have a cloth, uh-huh. all the old students have a cloth, yes. all the companies have a cloth, yes. and you give it all to One maybe GTP, they'll make money. There's a lot of money to be made, and it says that at least uh, three times a week yeah. you use it. Wear your cloth, yes. So, how many of them came? So, they're big. I, I, it was a big, 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 I think they are in. You know, I think they should be more than 500. If, if oh, you mean they are more than 500? Oh, yeah, yeah. They are more than 500. More <laughs> they are more than 500. They should be more than 500. I mean, with all the supporting oh, staff wow. who came in yesterday. Yeah. And uh, they had an important, important discussion mm-hmm. having to do with the theme a financially independent and accountable judiciary the key to effective justice mm. delivery. Yeah, man. You know that we've been talking about how they are stifling some organs of, um, you know, the resources they need to perform and all mm-hmm. of that. Mm-hmm. And yesterday, the justices were in awe mm-hmm. uh, knowing that uh, City, C- City CBS mm-hmm. is doing so much oh, wow. to transform Ghana. The conversations we have here. Do judges listen to the radio? They, they lock the team there. They said they don't move up. So if you move up, they hold you. Concept. I didn't know that. Exactly. Because some, you know, some work, there are some jobs that the way the work is hard. Charlie. I don't even need, know if, if I do it, I can do anything else. They, they, they have a crush on you. La. Is it? <laughs> I hope I don't appear before them. <laughs> Charlie, imagine, imagine being a judge who can change somebody's sleeping place. Thank you. You know, you can sentence somebody to life in prison. Yeah. 
you know, the weight of responsibility. Mm-hmm. It's a serious work. Oh. It's a serious work. When two people are talking in front of you, and you know one of them is lying. Yeah. You know, and you have to tell him that, you know, what you are saying is not true. It's, it's, that's right. That's right. Every serious yeah. thing. That's right. Yep. That's right. So, you know, I, I think they said quite a number of things that, that, mm. that, that should give us hope. What did they say? You know, there, there, there's a consensus from those that I spoke to. Consensus? That, yeah, that we, ref, we are basically the conscience of the nation. And that we oh, okay. continue to insist wow. on the things that must change. Wow. Hoping that citizens would put up a new attitude mm. as mm. to reflect the kind of Ghana that we want. Wow. Because wow. if we are able to reform citizens in mm. a way as to ensure they do the right things, mm. the load of cases we see in the courts mm-hmm. will reduce. Mm-hmm. Because if people are honest to themselves, mm-hmm. if people are not taking the things that do not belong to them, mm-hmm. if people are finding alternative means of solving their problems, mm-hmm. the loads on the court will reduce. Mm. And then the impact on how long it wow. takes for cases to be decided wow. will also go down. That's interesting. Uh, so yesterday, for instance, they were talking about financial independence. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, Yao Pong, who is the director of um, yeah. legal education, uh, you know, and for, for that matter, the director of the Ghana School of Law, mm-hmm. made an important point point mm-hmm. about the need for the judiciary to retain at least 60 yeah. or 2 percent they are financial in, i think that the point about financial independence is a strong point because think about it i think the legislature is the key mm-hmm. to a functioning democracy in the sense that they are a check on the executive but also can allow a bit more financial space for the judiciary mm-hmm. so that they don't have to have executive deciding to squeeze yeah. because i mean imagine if if i have to Pray that the finance minister has mercy on us mm-hmm. to release funding for our courts. Mm-hmm. Then we say, Oh, finance minister, thank you for releasing money. No, it should be guaranteed. Mm-hmm. You know, if the judicial service knows that there's a formula that we have all agreed mm-hmm. that every year this amount we'll get, this amount we'll spend, mm-hmm. whether it's NDC or MPP, mm-hmm. whether it's in the president's manifesto or not, because mm-hmm. this is the problem. Once somebody makes the political promise, they say, Hey, I'm the one who came to do this. Exactly. So it, it taints the judiciary. So I really agree with the chief justice. Mm-hmm. I look, let parliament guarantee them a certain amount for their their investment projects constitutional and then for their remuneration mm-hmm. and then i'm talking about new courts mm-hmm. renovation of courts and things <laughs> we shouldn't let it become the the matter of political football exactly. for some to say i do better for judges no we don't want that mm-hmm. then parliament will have this formula where we know that whether it's ndc or mpp or pcc or whatever mm-hmm. every specific number of years there's a certain number of courts we built. Yep. They change their... Because, you see, we are right. When they are paid well and the courts function better, mm-hmm. the whole bribery thing will go away. Exactly. Then they are not beholding to, to anybody. Now, the only thing I'll add to that is that, okay, if financial dependence makes you... Subservient. Subservient. Then you also have to agree that the appointment has to be looked at. Because the same argument. Okay. If, if Because, you see, one of the, the, the pertinence of journalism is... Journalists must be independent from the people they cover. Mm-hmm. Judges must be independent from the people they adjudicate over, mm-hmm. <laughs> which will be politicians, exactly. parliamentarians. Businessmen. That's the point. So find a way of letting them get security of tenure aside political cycles. Mm-hmm. Let's agree in a way to make their financing, their appointment, their transfer, let them be independent. Shielded away. So that when politicians are fighting for the control of the executive or the legislature, or, or legislature mm-hmm. we can go to them as a safe haven, mm-hmm. knowing that these guys will not fail us. Mm-hmm. But if the impression is created that there are some extension mm-hmm. 
or they are subservient or inferior to which is not the case you know carpentry teaches us one thing mm -hmm. if you are building a three-legged stool <laughs> if one leg is shorter than the other two what mm -hmm. you have is not a table stability will not happen you don't even need to go to law school to know this mm -hmm. so if you are saying that there are three arms of government mm -hmm. if you are building a stool why should the executive be so thick and long and the judiciary be so jaundiced and short exactly. and then the legislator be alanta it cannot work mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know so it's a very important principle that the judiciary must be allowed the space politically and financially right. ideologically mm -hmm. to be itself because i think they are the last hope yeah. when people lose confidence in the judiciary when somebody comes to break my wall i'll slap him or do something or shoot him exactly okay so we shouldn't and i also want to say that when there are concerns about political tainting mm -hmm. We should be honest and open and accept it and address it right let's address it so that a strong judiciary because a strong judiciary is not based only on the qualification and wisdom of the judges a strong judiciary is also based on the public perception of their rigorous independence all right it's like yes so if the public perception about you is that oh, these guys are not serious you may be doing a good job it will not help you so it's in the interest of the judiciary mm -hmm. and they can't come on air to defend themselves right. they can't come on air to speak mm -hmm. two things i'll say to end i'm talking too much the cases must be made when you make a judgment they should release the judgment early right. so that we can learn from it and use it in public education mm -hmm. don't don't keep the thing for three months <laughs> the workload. they should release it early they should give them legal look i'll tell you something there are lots of young lawyers who don't have work, mm -hmm. who don't have firms to work with. We can beef up the internship system with the judicial service. Mm -hmm. You give them cars, you give them house, give them three or four interns. Yeah. Support them. Be in a, a judge is not a person. A judge is an institution. Mm -hmm. So don't let a judge work alone writing there. No. Give them an office that functions. Laptop, computer, mm -hmm. case. You understand? Mm -hmm. When you go to private legal firms, the amount of support a senior advocate gets to do an international case That's right. a judge a judge must have a whole even me sitting here the people who help me to do my show do you know when we are doing election do you know the number of people who, who are sitting behind and the whole judge you know, so i'm saying that if you want the judge to be independent mm -hmm. let's beef up their team mm -hmm. so that they can deliver judgments on time also they should be prepared for intellectuals and the media to read their judgments and question it and make voracious comments yes the, yes. you see a society will not advance if we a society advances when ideas reign mm. not intimidation and fear and saying i have minimum i'm a phd even if you're a phd holder in law your judgment we can read it understand <laughs> it and question it you don't have to come on it to defend it but there can be schools of thought yeah. there should be places where you go to the faculty and they say this judgment let's compare it with that judgment and let's have a discussion about it mm -hmm. did the judge miss this point that's how you advance a society let's not just make a judgment and then we wait ah, and then we don't even have recourse to the, the ruling until many months later 
it's not right. It's an important point because it is the um, the the academic commentary, yes. the commentary you have within yeah. the public space. These yeah. ultimately shape how the law works, yeah. because the law in action is not the same as the law as written in the books. Thank you. How the law impacts people, yeah. it's what ultimately should shape how justice is delivered. Yeah. So it's an important point. There needs to be a lot more legal scholarship. Yeah. So that there is fierce but respectful criticism of yes. the decisions that are made. Not not in a wanton way like any media guy can just do. Yes, but but, but you, ask, you see, mm. every society needs enlightened conversation. That's right. It's the public spheres. Mm -hmm. All right? So academia, mm -hmm. well-researched media, yeah. or even their own legal fraternity. Yeah, think tanks. Yes, must be able to take a judgment dissect it the, and the, the judgment must speak for itself mm -hmm. let's not make let's not shroud the work of judges in some mystery mm -hmm. all right because i'm saying just like media when you lose public trust mm -hmm. you've lost it all exactly. so and and the other thing i'll say Godfrey Dami was there the ag saying mm -hmm. the the delays in cases is justice denied and i agree with him but i i want beyond you see, there's too much called for, or has said, or has called for. You know, when when I started journalism, mm. when you go for a, 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 when you when you go to a, do, do a story, mm. the president of the National House of Thieves has, has called, called for. That has they, they, no, what we also want to know is that he has initiated moves mm -hmm. to review the average length of time land cases take, and he has had a meeting with stakeholders to come up with modalities to reduce that operationally. Mm -hmm. That's lead. It's not just come and call for read a speech. It's, everybody can read a speech. And I'm not saying he did a bad thing by reading a speech. But the leadership is beyond reading speeches. Because if you are the leader of the bar, it's a very important position. You can say, ah, Mr. President, we have an analyzed cases for the past six years. And we've seen that for specific category of cases, it takes too long. So what can we do? The judges will say, well, increase the support we have in our whatever build new courts here release our allowances on time do you get me mm -hmm. when you all do other it's okay based on these modalities we are saying the average length of a land case will reduce from say four years to say three years yeah. that's leadership mm -hmm. but don't go into a program and reading a speech <laughs> everybody can do it yeah. so i'm appealing to him to say look you are a young attorney general you are very brilliant you're a great lawyer but your job is not to just demonstrate brilliance real leadership is in transforming institutional yeah. bottlenecks so take this delay in cases as your personal issue. Yesterday was a big day. Judges, lawyers come together to deliberate. Beautiful program. Come up with four steps to reduce the length of cases in court. Exactly. Courts that don't have toilets. Mm -hmm. It's unacceptable. Do you know why I didn't become a legal correspondent? When I started this work, I was going to court to cover some case. Sky, when you go to the court, you even have a place to sit. It's just embarrassing. Charlie, how can you deliver justice in a place there's no fan? Mm -hmm. You can't hear the judge. There's no chair to sit on. I said, ah. Sometimes there's even no proper light. There's no fan. How crazy. can you dispense? Even with this small work we do, we are in air condition. How can a whole judge wearing that whole thing right. sit in a place? There's no fan. There's no light. Sometimes the light goes off the toilet. Basa. Basa. Internet. Bobo. Bobo. And you want this person Copy to decide that. the fate of a human being. Can't be right. You can't do that. So let's not pay lip service to the judiciary and say, oh, we want the judges to do their work. They are also human beings. Yes. 
give them the equipment build, see the, the the court complex that mills built which now we are seeing the lift is not working yeah, and the acs are not working you don't have do we have to come on air to fight for lift for a court it can't be right how how I mean, how meanwhile we have so many little lawyers speaking big english in ghana and where they do their work they don't even have proper lift mm-hmm. <laughs> oh it can't be right. It can't be right. It can't be right. It can't be right. And just a quick one. Um, the reason why it's so important to do these things. If you look at the last round of Afrobarometer mm-hmm. that came out, mm-hmm. citizens are not very excited mm-hmm. by the work of the judiciary. Mm-hmm. And they are the ones for whom you mostly exist. Yes. Yes. And if you look at the numbers, they do not think you are doing a very good job at the moment. Mm-hmm. So I I agree with you. It's not all about sounding it and saying it. Has called for no. Do it. Put something in place. Mm-hmm. Put do something it. in. And I really, you know, me. This is what I say to politicians. There's PR can help you to only an extent. It is real reform that history will be kind to. Yep. There are some politicians that we remember for certain things. Because they actually did it. Transformative. You know, whether it's uh, Operation Feed Yourself or whether they are, I don't want to make mention as to come, but if you are bringing change to an institution, we will know. Mm-hmm. You see, what happens in Ghana is that when you're a politician, they will quickly align around you and say, oh, come and give a nice speech. You can spend your life as a minister just giving speeches. Mm-hmm. Speeches in themselves don't change anything. Mm. Right? They send the right signal. Speeches are great, but if there is a problem you identify, like delay in cases mm-hmm. it requires a lot of hard work and to deal with them with dispatch yes while also preserving the principles of justice so let's move leadership beyond calling for things exactly to actually working with people to solve the problem mm-hmm. time check is three minutes to eight let me bring you two quick announcements sky otherwise it will affect my salary the yeah. month is ending yeah i know right uh, before <laughs> you do that though let me just say quick good morning mm-hmm. to these justices okay. and magistrates uh, mm-hmm. and circuit court judges you are doing uh, mother side, yeah, father side. Because it's very, very mother side, father side. <laughs> this is very, very important. So let me say a good morning Yo. to His Lordship yes, Justice Doctor Richmond Osei Shiria, uh, who Osei is Shire. Uh, yeah, that's right. Oh, Shire, yeah, that's Osei right. He is a high court judge in Takaradi. Justice Doctor. Great, 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 great man. Okay. I celebrate you. Justice Abuaje Tando okay. of Winneba High Court. Okay. I celebrate you. Okay. Justice Abdullahi Adli Kedi, who is okay. um, a high court justice here okay. uh, in Accra. Okay. Her Honor, Mrs. Elena Kakra Bans Butri okay. of Bechile Circuit Court. Oh, Bechile, I'm your court. Yeah, that'd be your. Bechile, they are and bad bow. So we have to do something. Let's about check her car shock absorbers. Uh-huh. Because she's going to work in that court. Her Honor, Rosemont Dodua Ejiri of Kumasi, the circuit court there, one of the circuit courts there. Okay. And then also His Honor, Lili can come okay. uh, of Kintampo Circuit Court. Nice one. His Honor Amadu of Tamale uh, Circuit Court. If right. my memory says you are somewhere uh, in Some, somewhere in that place. And then also his worship Nelson Ewuku. But what's the term between Joje? Oh Joje. Yeah, yeah, that's right. He said Tale Tale is greeting. What's you his name it. again? He, his worship. Nelson Ewuku. What's the, why are you using some his lordship? Why his worship? Oh, so it depends some, on some is lit. Why? What are you doing? So if I say um, uh, his worship, then it's a district court. 
Oh, if okay. I say uh, okay. her honor or his honor, then I'm referring to a circuit court. Okay. If I say justice, yeah, his lordship, okay. justice something, then I'm referring to the what they call it, Higher the high court. court. And then if I go up, 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 maybe JSC, then justice of the Supreme Court, you know, that kind of thing. So, it's, hey, yeah. So, levels are yeah, like, Oh, no, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. So, if you see, say, your senior, they come, then you have to bow. But me, I like the worship, you know. Yeah. No, I like the worship. I like the worship. Sounds Christy, yeah. Yeah. Sounds like a title you give to a priest. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I love it. So, mention the Jojama again for me. So, his worship, Nelson Ewuku of the Jojia District Court. Oh, he's doing so much. I love it. Sky, correct me if I'm if I'm wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong. But it's I get that I'm assuming in the formative years of the law. The law and religion must have had close ties because of the titles again. His worship and this is my assumption true. Is that the law and religion did have close ties? Yeah, that's true. Don't open a can of let's go. No, but I want to say going to his worship. Yeah, it's worship. Yeah, 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 that's right. That's I right. have to visit him when I go to home. When I go home, one of these days. <laughs> <laughs> it's eight o'clock. Before we get into taking some that friends, Zim Lion has changed the way we collect our refuse with a very quick and efficient collection system and a transparent payment process. Dial star eight five seven has to request for a bin from Zoom Lion. Pay your monthly bills. Call zero five zero one five one eight four one zero or DM us on social media to find out how much fee you pay. Pay six month subscription in advance and get one month free service. Spread the word. Zoom Lion has really changed the baller style. Fan Yoga is good for you. We have uh, restored the original texture and taste of Fan Yoga. Bringing you your ever-refreshing Fan Yoga. Getting you reminiscing from the past. We have the Mango Passion. We have the Fan Yoga Strawberry Classic. And a few others. So wherever you are, whatever you're doing, grab a Fan Yoga now to relive your best moments of the good old days. And the National Cyber Security Awareness Month is here. Ghana, through the Cyber Security Authority, joins global community to commemorate Cyber Security Awareness next month, October. It's on the 2nd of October, Monday, at the College of Physicians and Surgeons, Accra Ridge. There will be a seminar on negative impacts of digitalization on electoral integrity, peace, and security in Africa. Cyber Security Authority encourages all businesses, agencies, and schools to uh, hold cyber security sensitization programs in October. As we raise awareness of cybersecurity. For more information, call 0303-972-530. Cybersecurity Authority Securing a Resilient Digital Ghana. Tech and Social Media Trends is next brought to you by Vodafone Business. We are thrilled to announce the highly anticipated VB Runway event is here. This is an SME-focused forum designed to empower and equip businesses for growth. The theme for this year's VB Runway is Good to Great with Vodafone, Innovate, Comply, and Expand. Join us for insightful discussions on crucial SME topics like accessing funding, taxation, and innovation. Speakers include Andrew Aka, Dr. Ablala Ni Nachia, and Charlotte Amankwa, amongst others. It's tomorrow, the 29th of September at 8 a.m., Call 020-200-0436 for more information. Segment also brought to you by FBN Bank. We are making it easier through the Pan-African Payment and Settlement System, the PAPS, to send and receive money from Nigeria, Liberia, and the Gambia. Simply call 059-6921-921. FBN Bank, you first. 
Obodai Kwao has the trends for the morning. Welcome again. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Lots of very interesting things trending this morning. Kolebu is trending. Um, you know, a few days ago, there mm-hmm. was a notice that allegedly came from the hospital saying they were increasing yeah. the cost of dialysis or dialysis treatment. And several mm-hmm. people have been engaging that. Mm-hmm. And people are also using that to talk about their challenges with dialysis, either concerning themselves or their relatives or loved ones and mm. all of that. So, Kolibu is trending. Staying with social issues, Ghana signed the petition is also trending. Now, mm. it's, it has to do with car import duties or use hmm. car import duties and hmm. lots of people in that space on social hmm. media have come together to put a, pe- a petition together really? and they want the government to reduce the duties because it's becoming more and more and more unbearable you spend so much money to import the cars now i have to pass the cost on to the consumer i've been trying and the to cars buy a car are in the garage for, for almost six months and i've decided that this, this project <coughs> will not work so let me just manage my yeah. small car like that <laughs> hey charlie so, wait. so what's the hashtag so it says ghana uh, dash sign the petition so a petition for people who want a reduction in their duties yes 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 and, and, of and all of that um, it's also tied with fix the motorway so that was trending a few weeks ago mm-hmm. other things trending of course still hashtag jilobi house is trending adjustaf is also trending so Why? following the yogurt shenanigan episode yesterday or a few days ago her name re-emerged mm-hmm. on the trends people are talking about so so they are, are they still registering um, I think so, but people are talking about know your failed leaders. Hey. So now they, they every day or so they bring an artwork of a leader and they, they criticize the person and say, you've not done your work well. Charlie, so, that's is trending there. Hashtag point of view is also trending. You hosted or you spoke to him. So that interview is making waves on social. On the sporting side of things, hashtag Carabao Cup is also trending. There were part two. There was a part two of round three games. Liverpool won. Arsenal won. Chelsea won. Surprise, surprise. And Newcastle beat Manchester City. So It was a great goal by Isak. Yes. So There was a guy playing for Arsenal called Sego Jr. Uh, yeah, he, I think he... he, he Charlie, the Ghanaian names in Ketia, Sego Jr., Kodigapo. Anyway, to some tech news, and Meta CEO Mark Zuckerberg mm. yesterday rolled out new AI products for consumers, including bots that create photorealistic images and smart glasses mm. that answer questions, as mm. well as an updated virtual reality headset. Mm. Zuckerberg described the products as bringing together virtual and real worlds mm. and underscored that part of what Meta offered mm. was low cost of free AI that mm. could integrate into daily routine. So the AI war is <laughs> on. Giddy, giddy. <laughs> now it was taken. Show me that trends with Nathan. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. Oh, <laughs> 
no girl that they got too fancy. Yeah, he get no fear, no need, no need, baba. Nah, boo, I care you all. He buffy a bunny, stand there, baba. Nah, boo, I care you all. He walk on your leg. Got everything they talk about, come there. Sleeve a spoon, wear a wallet. One no girl that they got too fancy. Yeah, oh yeah, go, oh yeah, go. Hana go, don't my body ya go. Ya call up go, ya call you go. Abu boy, hang ya for a go. No leg, no man grow na yo, no man grow na yo. Seventeen minutes past eight. City breakfast show. If you haven't paid your water bill yet, try the Ghana Water Company customer app. The fastest and smartest way to pay your water bill. Download the GWCL app on the Google Play or the App Store to check your uh, balance or account details, report leakages and connection challenges. There's zero charge on all transactions made on the customer app. Gives you access to all Ghana Water Company services online. Sometimes buying your car insurance isn't the problem. The problem comes when you forget to renew it and get into trouble with the police or into an accident. Instant car insurance is now on Haptel. Get your instant car insurance sticker anytime with no stress. Enter your car number for your instant insurance sticker. Go to haptel.com for a slash app to install your Haptel app today. Haptel is everything you. Now, the highly anticipated VB Runway event is here again. It's happening tomorrow, September 29, 2023, at the Pick Ambassador Hotel, 8 a.m. to 12 noon. The speakers include Patricia Obonai, Dr. Lee Nacha, Andrew Aka, and Charlotte Amankwa. And if you want to attend, call 020 2000 436 or 020 2000 431. Vodafone, feather together. Now, if you are looking for a modern, affordable luxury home, that is convenient, that's great, that's, uh, that has style. Look no further than Sukasas or Grantin Communities. They have three-bedroom facilities with outhouses and four-bedroom facilities with outhouses at East Legon Hills or Ayi Mensah. Get in touch with them on 030-296-0865 or 055-369-7886 for further details. Or you can send an email, info at sukasa.com.gh. Sukasa, building on trust. Now, Africa World Airlines is celebrating its 11th anniversary and it has introduced a mobile app for passengers. The app will allow you to book flights, manage reservations, make payments conveniently, and it's available on both iOS and Android. The airline expresses gratitude for the support of its passengers over the years and looks forward to many more memorable journeys together. For more information, call their, get in touch with their call center on 0242-438-888 or visit their website, flyafricaworld.com. Africa World Airlines Touching Africa, touching the world.
They don't make music like this anymore, guys. Oh my god. The guy was a walking orchestra. In the meantime, the story about the increase in or the proposed increase in the charge for dialysis treatment has opened a whole conversation around treatment for certain conditions we've been looking at the top conditions or ailments that attract uh how shall i say um appeal for funds appeal for funds so you look at kidney failure liver issues different kinds of cancers heart diseases and then conditions with babies congenital malformations here's a report by Inosafo on the initial proposal to raise the charge for dialysis treatment per day and then the follow-up will be the the sort of the the the, the backing down and then the the other issue so here's Inosafo's report a notice by the head of the dialysis unit at the center has announced an increment in the cost of dialysis treatment. The price has risen from 380 Ghana cities to 765.42 Ghana cities. This announcement has received mixed reactions from the public. I heard that they have increased the dialysis. And what I can say is that even the 380 Ghana cities, they can't afford. And today you can see that 700 and something Ghana cities then people are going to die. Because when you look at the situation, even to, for Kolebu to even do some subsidy on this dialysis, is possible. Yeah, patient cannot pay. Go even 368, uh, 380 something Ghana CDCF. Even the machine said there's no reagent there. When you go there, they say they are doing only emergency. So people are dying. People are dying. So now it's 700 and something. How can they pay with this economy? And if you read the notice, the indication is that the price had moved from the current point to almost 700 Ghana cities. In fact, in excess of 700 Ghana cities. Um, I got alarmed by that particular notice because I know people who go for dialysis um, sometimes three times in a week, and they need to do that plus or minus um, 12 times in a month. And so if the person needs to do it 12 times in a month and he hasn't to pay, um, 
in excess of 700 cities per session. Just do a simple calculation. That's huge. You need to have those of income or money to be able to sustain that. So I felt that that's effectively Kolobu Teaching Hospital um, signing the death sentence of persons who go to Kolobu for dialysis. I, I found that as well, that it is the exchange rate that is creating the bigger problem there. Uh, but I have said that um, against the life of individuals, if there is any way, is it possible that national health insurance can even intervene? Is it possible? So that we can look at all the scenarios, the possibility of national health insurance getting involved to, as it were, to minimize the impacts on uh, persons who go for their dialysis every um, week. According to the hospital, they have met with the patients privately to discuss the fees. In addition to the increment in dialysis treatment, the hospital has resumed its routine operations at the dialysis center. This positive development comes after the hospital received a much needed consignment of renal consumables. Previously, the center had to temporarily close down due to a shortage of the medication required for renal dialysis. Mustafa Salifu, the public relations officer of the Kolebu Teaching Hospital, explains that the treatment interruption occurred due to contractual issues with the supplier. We had some contractual issues with the suppliers of the consumables that we used to do the renal dialysis. And that caused some delay uh, in getting the, the consumables uh, imported into the country for uh, services to our patient. But thankfully, last week, we took delivery of uh, those consumables and then uh, we are starting to provide the service from today to the patients. In terms of what happened, the, these are contracts that we just send. Sometimes there are contractual issues that you have to discuss uh, with the suppliers so that uh, you get to the point where the possibility of having such issues will be minimized significantly. I think that has been done, and then we hope that uh, going forward, uh, both sides of the uh, both parties will work assiduously to avoid uh, uh, this kind of challenge that we had in the past. City News can confirm that the Kolibu Teaching Hospital held a closed-door meeting with dialysis patients to explain to them the reason for the fee increment. And they say that this is to enable them ensure that treatment continues and they will be able to continue to import the renal dialysis that they use in the treatment. For City News, my name is Inu Safo. So that was Enosapo's report uh, highlighting the issue and the proposed increase. This led to a backlash. We have a number of people raising their eyebrows and their voices around the proposed increase. Kwamla Mintakando spoke on Eyewitness News who asked Kolebu not to attempt to change the fee without parliamentary approval. If you are charging 765 genesis per dialysis, in some cases you have to do three times within one week. And so we are talking about more than 2,000 Ghana cities. Within one month, we are talking about in the region of 9,000 Ghana cities. Even me, as a member of parliament, I can't afford that. And so the, the main objective of a public health facility is not profit-making. 
health care to the people. It is not profit making. And so we even know other private and quasar um, government, uh, quasar health facilities, which are charging less than the 700 they are charging. And yet they are running their departments and units. So that was Kwabnaminta uh, Kando. Sky, we're talking about the increase in the number of requests we get for different kinds of support for all kinds of conditions. And uh, I don't know if you've, you've done any study on which conditions usually would attract those kinds of requests, but they look to be difficult, expensive treatments for things that you would typically not... Um, I don't know if they are the common occurrences, but from our team, they are saying kidney failure is number one, yeah. liver issues, mm-hmm. number two, cancers, mm-hmm. heart diseases, and then called congenital malformation. Although I need to say that the dialysis is kidney, right? Yeah, it's kidney related. Mm. What's your own experience with people requesting for you to put out a story or to need money for somebody to do? And usually the treatments are so expensive. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. either in the tens of thousands of dollars or... Sometimes in the hundreds of thousands of CDs. <clears throat> yeah, it's 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 something you receive every day, mm-hmm. and the difficulty is going over to put up a post on social media, yeah. inviting people to mm-hmm. support one way or the other. Of course, at some point you realize that you know donor fatigue sets in. Yes. Um, in in our earliest years at City FM here, mm-hmm. uh, we've done a number of these things. I remember a young girl. Um, the name I wouldn't okay well let me just say Benedicta um, at that time she had what is known in, in, in medicine as a retinoblastoma mm-hmm. um, cancer of the eye which eats deep into uh, if you're not careful gets into your brain and creates all kinds of problems and we had to rely on the support of listeners to raise funding to be able mm. to support her to have surgery that saved her life so Every now and then, mm-hmm. every single day for some people, yeah. these are the things, the requests they receive. Yep. These are in thousands. And many of these things come in some cases from, you know, a neighbor next door or someone you went to school with. Mm. Sometimes, I'm Robert, recently I got one. Um, some people shot, at, uh, shot into a vehicle, moving vehicle somewhere in the north. Mm-hmm. Uh, people got hurt. One of the guys was sent to hospital and paralysis, you know, developed also out of the mm. fact that they had hit him somewhere that um, he ought not have been hit. Hmm. And now he's in bed. Doctors require, require so much money Sorry. to be able to put him in a state that he can move again. Mm. Um, in, in some cases, you have people with brain tumor. Hmm. In some cases, um, you have people with, uh, what do you call it? Congenital, con, con, what's the word? Congenital, Congenital malformations. malformations. Yeah. Mm. You understand? So that there will have to be repairs done mm. to correct certain things. So, for instance, let's say, for instance, you have a, ba- a, a baby. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Only for you to realize that the baby is not breathing well. You go to hospital and they tell you that, oh, some of the valves in his heart, there are problems with how they they got formed. Mm -hmm. So there has to be an intrusive surgery Hmm. to correct some of these things. People have to abandon their work. Mm -hmm. They don't go to work any longer. They have lost their job sometimes as a result of that because they spend for a whole year, Hmm. they've spent about 80% of the days Mm -hmm. in the hospital trying to make their baby survive. 
and 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 because there is no real support system in many cases mm. some of these people sometimes are just ordinary jews they mm. don't have anybody to lean on mm. so they go to the hospitals keep begging sometimes the procedure is done they mm. can't pay for it so what would be the solution do we need like a fund specially that people can apply to is this private sector we need is it nhs that needs to expand because there is somebody say nhs must expand to include dialysis and there are funny things that when you are going for even health insurance which is private mm -hmm. sometimes they are wary of some of these conditions because they feel like it, it's not sustainable for health insurance even the premium ones mm -hmm. to pay for this so how do other countries deal with it we need to really think about how to solve the problem will nhis be the solution but you see the nhis as we already know is mm. overburdened they are incapable of providing the funding needed to make sure that all the people going to the hospitals receive the kind of training uh, mm -hmm. the kind of care that they require mm -hmm. that's why you realize that so many people are angry that the NHIA is not paying them. Mm -hmm. Recently, there have been a lot of payments made to free uh, free the space mm. that, 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 that is needed to ensure that hospitals are able to perform the critical services mm -hmm. that they perform to, you know, people in, in search yeah. of care. But the bill is still sitting there. Mm. The NHIA is in so much debt. Ah, but they released some money last week. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Week. That is just one but the debt is still sitting there mm. so if you keep increasing the kinds of treatments that they need to actually attend to without making sure that we expand mm. the pool of resources necessary to run that you know institution mm -hmm. we will only kill it <laughs> so we have to think of ways to expand how much money goes into that institution mm -hmm. but then also we cannot all leave it all to the nhia or the mm. nhis Mm. Look, there are people who are in good business in this country, and I know people mm. who are doing well to support. Mm. For instance, um, our good friend uh, Eric Kutoche and his uh, First Sky Group. Mm -hmm. um, since he started supporting the Kolibu Teaching Hospital, my understanding is this on the dialysis matter yeah, he was right, supporting. Right, dialysis, yes, he spent in excess of thirty million Ghana CDs hey. from the First Sky Group supporting wow. the Kolibu Teaching Hospital. Now, wow. what he does is to help reduce the cost of dialysis that mm. people with, uh, what do you call it, kidney issues mm. go there for treatment. Wow. When the people go there, you need money. And as we already know, we do not have a solid way of immediately replacing malfunctioning kidneys in Ghana. Mm. So people have to be taken out to either the UAE these days, Charlie. or India, mm. or South Africa, UK, France, the US in some cases, so that when the kidney shuts down <laughs> and there is no hope of reviving it, mm. you need someone to donate one because you can't go to the, the spare Charlie. parts industry to go and <laughs> buy one. <laughs> so what he's been doing mm. is first of all ensure that people who can receive dialysis are receiving the same mm. at an affordable cost in, in many cases free of charge mm -hmm. and then also he is planning in the long term to build a kidney uh, transplant center here wow. at kolibu wow. so that it should be possible to receive top level care mm -hmm. in kidney transplant here in ghana instead of leaving the jurisdiction entirely one question we should ask and i agree with what you mm -hmm. said is why are these treatments so expensive i'm told they are so 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 expensive is it like the the tools needed is it the money is it the people it's like 
It's a lot of money for one person. Kidney transplant is an intrusive surgery. Mm. Again, you know that the body, when it is working normally, mm -hmm. all these components do their part mm -hmm. to ensure that you are breathing properly, mm -hmm. to ensure that your blood levels are right, to mm. ensure that the impurities in your systems are cleaned out. Mm. So, for instance, if your kidney shuts down, mm. you know that shall mm. your system becomes intoxicated. Yep. There's no natural way of ensuring that what is in the body it's not yeah it's not toxic to you mm. so you need an artificial system to clean up the system mm. filter out all the dangers to your body and ensure that you can live a normal life mm. at least mm. to some extent mm -hmm. so in order to get the tools needed mm. it is an expensive process again the human resource mm. the specialists you need to ensure that they can take out a, a, a kidney that is not functioning mm. and put someone else's kidney the one that's been donated put it into you so that at least because mm. first first of all there are three things involved mm. if you get you if you have that problem you need a kidney mm -hmm. now the kidney you need has to be consistent with what your body requires mm -hmm. if there is no match yeah. you have a problem Charlie. again there are times that you get a match but there is a rejection of the same. Mm. And so you need to be under special care, mm. monitoring all the time to ensure that even where a transplant is done, mm. you are able to live a normal life. So basically, where medicine has got into, these kidney situations are expensive everywhere. Yeah. everywhere. It's not like just a Ghana situation. I'm told that the other treatment in the US is about $300 or something per, per session. So it's very expensive. Yeah. Now you are urging people of means to come together. Yeah. So, so if you a are center. a business person mm. and you 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 care about what's happening to fellow human beings, mm. uh, sometimes the way to support our nation is through initiatives like this. Mm -hmm. We can pull resources together to create the kind of funding arrangement that makes it possible for people to bear the cost of some of these treatments. First Sky has shown the way. And I believe that there are many other businesses that are doing their little parts. Mm -hmm. But if we keep doing little, little things in, 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 uh, isolation. in isolation, we will not achieve the desired impact. Mm. It is important that we pull those resources together and create a sustainable way mm. of ensuring that there is funding availability to do So let, let's, let's talk about Kolebu's attempt to increase the charge. I'm not going to the legality of whether they went through parliament, they've redrawn it. Mm. But it seems as if they are saying that 300 is not going to be enough, so they have to go to 700. Yes. And people are saying that's a death sentence on people. But yes. we know that 300 CDs is a very, it's, I mean, it's, I don't, I, I don't, I'm, I, I don't have any way of measuring. measuring. Like, said, like other countries, it's pretty expensive. How do you think Kolebu will resolve this? Because I don't, I, I suspect, this is Mustafa Salifu, they really feel they need to increase it. Yes, otherwise they'll shut down. No. From where I mm. said, and from some of the other countries who've dealt with this mm. matter, eventually ends up at the doorstep of the government. You see, because mm. most of the things that they are using for this are imported, mm -hmm. and the import duties are very high. Mm. Once the import duties are high, the cost to be passed on. Mm -hmm. So, is it the situation that there are no tax exemptions for? these materials or mm. the we you know are they paying full cost of these things if we are paying full cost of these things then of course mm. they will go up um there are those who have also suggested perhaps doing large volume 
purchasing to mm -hmm. reduce prices mm -hmm. um, with the, from the suppliers mm -hmm. to help deal with that. Mm -hmm. There are those who have also spoken about getting to the point where you produce some of the materials locally. Mm -hmm. That also reduces the price. Because like you said, mm -hmm. this is typically an expensive venture. Everywhere. Everywhere. Okay. But if you look at places like I'll run you through. So what are the Indians doing right? Because they make a lot of the things. Mm, so they're able to bring down the uh -huh. yes. the so unit cost of a I'm, treatment. I'm going to. I'm just trying to open my phone. If you give me. Because there, there, there's a new wave of medical tourism that some countries are championing. Mm -hmm. Yes. Where hitherto expensive treatments in the Western world have been moved to those places. So, yes. what so let me read something for you, if you don't mind. Mm -hmm. Okay, sure. Just to catch to. Give us some context. Forgive mm -hmm. me, I didn't. My let my. You are finding. You are my, finding. My, no, I found my glasses are not here. So the data. Okay, so yes. expand it on your phone. Uh -huh. So that's what I've done. So the cost of uh, I'm reading from. Let me just tell you where I'm reading from. Mm -hmm. So I'm reading from 50 years of hemodialysis in Ghana. Okay. Current status and cost of dialysis services. Mm. This is by Elliot Crantin Tano from KNUST. When was this written? We are looking at 2023, oh, okay. June 12th. Okay, so this is recent. Yes, Kojo Hatin Mensa. 50 years of hemodialysis in Ghana. Current okay. status, mm. utilization, and cost of dialysis service. So, what did he find? So, let me just mention their names first. Yes, please. Yeah, so Elliot Kantin Tano, Kojo Hatin Mensa, Priscilla Pariado, mm -hmm. Martin Kofiaji, Kojo Fakajan, mm. Abdul Jalil Inusa, Beatrice Irene Yan, mm. uh, Kwabna Amu Enchi, mm -hmm. uh, Valerie Lucas, and then Ikechi Okbechi. All these people wrote this paper? Yes, contributed hey, to this. It's a big one. Yes. So, if you look at some of the things here, mm. This is what I wanted. When it comes to uh, ballpark figures and the situation, so it says the cost of HD, that's hemodialysis, mm -hmm. I'm sure that's what we are talking about, right? Mm -hmm. In Ghana, is higher than in India, which has an annual cost of $3,000, $3,423 annual. For a whole year? For a whole year. Mm -hmm. That's about $35,000. Yes. Yeah, and lower than in Nigeria, which is $42,000. Kidding me? Yes. And no, go through those again. So... The cost of HD in Ghana is higher than in India, mm -hmm. which has an annual cost of three thousand. So India is cheaper than Ghana. Yes, but and Ghana is cheaper than Nigeria. Nigeria, Nigeria is forty-two thousand dollars per year. Kenya is sixteen thousand dollars. What is what's the cost in Ghana? Um, so Kenya is sixteen. That's about yes. a bit below a third of the Nigerian cost. Yes, Nigeria is forty-two. Kenya is yes. sixteen. India is what? Yeah. So for instance, in Ghana, it says mm -hmm. that the monthly minimum wage. Uh, $55 can pay for only a session. Mm. The cost of dialysis um, then goes on to... So that was the 300 cities they were using? Yes. Yes. I was hoping that you need, you multiply you that two or three get... a week, mm -hmm. then you then multiply that by a year, you then know the problem that you're facing. It would have been nice if they told us. So they're saying so it's that there. Ghana is lower the number than 42,000 yes. but higher than 16K. Yes. But now, somewhere in between. The cost per HD session is also lower than in Tunisia, mm -hmm. which is $65 per session. And South Africa, which is $140 Sky, yeah. the 380 cities in US dollars mm -hmm. is like, divide by 10, right? Yeah. So yeah. about $38, which I wanted to move to $76. Dollars, yes. Go through the numbers you just read again, in terms of per day. So per day... We are looking at 
Tunisia is doing $65. Which is higher than ours. Yes, South Africa is doing $140. Much, much higher than ours. Yes. And we are doing $38, moving yes. to 76 Yes. Which the people say no. Mm. Wow. So we're actually very cheap compared to yes. our some people. But it says increasingly, mm-hmm. countries in sub-Saharan Africa, even with um, lower GDP per, cap- cap- per capita than Ghana, mm-hmm. such as Kenya mm-hmm. uh, uh, and Tanzania, mm-hmm. have initiated universal coverage with twice a weekly dialysis services. Universal coverage with yes. twice a week dialysis services. Yes. So this has led to a dramatic increase in dialysis utilization and prevalence in these countries. That's just two countries yes i would have loved a continental average and then would have done a okay check. so it says countries in sub-saharan africa adopt various approaches to provide mm-hmm. hd services for patients with kf mm-hmm. so this includes universal coverage of dialysis for aki and kf mm-hmm. that's in kenya sudan malawi government subsidy mm-hmm. for hd that's in senegal ethiopia and cameroon mm-hmm. and then universal coverage for aki only that's in south africa and mm-hmm. ethiopia these are the only two countries that do that and state coverage for chronic HD and limited conditions, which is South Africa, while others like Ghana, mm-hmm. Nigeria, Burundi, and the DRC provide mm-hmm. no state coverage. So that's the point. The state does not cover or subsidize dialysis treatment, which is what some people are asking the NHIA to do a contribution. So, for example, if you have a dialysis treatment of 380, if NHIA can even pay 20% or 40% or whatever, that could then reduce your cost. Yeah. It but, seems it seems like in doing the maths think that the three hundred is too small. So they, I read uh, a, a story in the uh, Daily Post that suggests that mm-hmm. the reason they have to move this way is because government had pulled off support for this space. Mm-hmm. So because government subvention or support is no longer available, mm. it becomes a cost that they must deal with themselves. Mind you. Mm. People sometimes do these things, and because they don't have money to pay, the mm-hmm. hospital will have to just write it off. Mm-hmm. You understand? In some cases, people externally support and say, oh, mm-hmm. you have this. Or people go there every now and then say, oh, we are contribute, contributing mm-hmm. this thing to mm-hmm. support what you are doing here. Mm-hmm. But the fact is, if there is no way of replenishing the stock of drugs you need, mm-hmm. If there is no way of ensuring that the tools and equipment necessary to provide this, you know, specialized service, mm. they are not there, the hospital cannot run. Mm. You understand? So it is. It it requires a certain serious thinking. Mm-hmm. We need to think through how we can actually create the right financial space to make it possible for Kolebu and other hospitals mm-hmm. with the capacity to do it to be able to do what they are doing. Let me read you some solutions that have been proposed to reducing the dialysis cost problem. Two solutions have been proposed. One, convert the COVID-19 levy to subsidize the treatment. You know we are still paying COVID-19 levy since 2020, remember? <laughs> yeah. Somebody is asking us to convert the COVID levy into dialysis treatment. Number two, invest in R&D to produce materials used in the HD treatment which is something you made um, a reference to. So convert the COVID levy to subsidize the treatment and invest in R&D to produce materials using HD treatment. Uh, Let's read some comments on this.
Okay, all right. I think you read this one, converting the COVID levy message. No, it's a different person who sent it. Okay, this one says, let government change the COVID levy to essential medical levy to cover the cost of treatment for these medical issues. Mm -hmm. John Sadoboyenla says, the issue of increment of dialysis might be sounding odd in people's ears, but wait until you get there. Please, let's resist it with all our might and strength. No, Jones, actually, when you compare the figures Godfrey mentioned, that figure we pay is still very low. Now, I'm not saying that 380 is not a lot of money for people, but in the context of what he just gave us across the continent, ours is still cheaper than most yeah. places. Yeah, but again, Bernard, it's a question of affordability. Affordability. Income levels. Mm -hmm. I mean, how many Ghanaians can afford... Yeah. No, 100%. I agree with you. Yeah, that's right. But I'm just saying something. You need to contextualize the issue. No, I understand. understand. Because understand. if it's costing you $42,000 per year in Nigeria, and the figures you mentioned per day, <coughs> Ghana's was not among no, the highest. The highest. Yeah, that is true. But is I'm it? just looking at the context uh -huh. of our, our economy. Our own peculiar yes. city level. But there are a lot of the economies mentioned they are just like us. You know, it depends on how they also look at their things and what tax levels there are in those areas the mm -hmm. number of experts available to deal with some of these problems and, mm -hmm. and, and all of that. But in terms of... Bernard, you see, I've been to the Kolebu Teaching Hospital. Mm -hmm. I've been part of how the Sky First Sky team yes. has been trying so to... So what have they been doing? What did they do? What did First Sky do? So they annually mm -hmm. devote a certain portion of their profit. Okay to supporting the Kolebu Teaching Hospital. They are the dialysis unit. Exactly. Is it directly paying for the cost of treatment or building the equipment or what? So directly paying for the cost of treatment wow. in some cases. And then also they have invested or are investing mm. in the building of a transplant center. Yeah. Wow. And, and, and my understanding is that currently we have even developed the capacity to actually effect the transplant. Serious? You understand? Yes. So, um, you know, for this one, for instance, says that just to add that kidney transplant is being done in Kolebu. Our resources mm. are limited. That's mm. why it's not in a large, on a large scale. Wow. Thankfully, groups like First Sky Company are helping a lot mm. so we can roll it out a lot more on a large scale. This is coming in from Dr. Siedu uh, of the Kolebu uh, Teaching Hospital. So can we get more... Uh, private sector to do something as meaningful as what First Sky is doing? Uh -huh. So that is where we can get some reprieve. So for instance, if all the companies on the Club 100 list, right, mm -hmm. decide that, oh, going forward, we'll con con you know, commit about 20% or say even 10% of our profit after tax, mm -hmm. right? to supporting the Kolebu Teaching Hospital in this particular space. And then also the one in the middle belt, the Konfanoche uh, Teaching Hospital. So the specialized care like this can be provided. And you that think that if some of the things required are manufactured here to make the treatment cheaper. Exactly. There's another proposal. So we have two proposals. One proposal is for us to convert the COVID levy mm -hmm. into mm, a tax. To subsidize the street. Then the second proposal was... Yeah, but there's a third one from a doctor friend of mine who said, Bernard, mm -hmm. we have the highest mean price per funeral in the sub-region. If we had a funeral tax, we could subsidize the analysis from the private sector. When you say funeral, funeral tax, tax are, they are taxing you to organize the funeral. I think they are talking about, maybe, guy, uh, gentlemen, please send me more details. Maybe saying that we spend a lot of money on funeral, so maybe on funeral donations. You see, okay. So they, it will be controversial. See, there's a problem with that. I, I respect the wisdom. He's saying that it. we spend a lot of money on funeral, so instead of waiting for the poor to die, 
Let's but I, I see that the question of taxing the funeral is it like a tax for the overall outlay of the funeral or the donations given in the funeral? Uh-huh. Because people say the funeral they have to do balancing. <laughs> yeah, so if you are going to add a tax to it, so maybe I need twenty thousand to do the funeral and I raise nineteen thousand, and I'm going to tax the nineteen k again. See, so I'm yeah, not sure. There so, are issues Charlie, with that. Maybe bro, please, to please add more meat to that thing uh, uh, because so far I think the COVID levy one is very important. Mm-hmm. We are paying COVID levy without complaint, and I think the COVID excuse has been given for too long. Mm. If Parliament can s- decide to say they will direct some of the COVID money or all the COVID money into equipping critical care treatment centers in selected hospitals mm-hmm. with full chabang of everything mm-hmm. and then invest all the money into you are saying that the equipment needed if they are manufactured they have to be cheaper whatever so you are going to reduce the cost of dialysis by say 20 yeah. percent or you are going to say you are going to use the covid money to directly pay the hospitals for the treatment of people that's a nice suggestion but we need more suggestions and i think there's something that we need to push a lot i don't know if there are any more suggestions see, funeral tax well a couple of the study i was reading from the 50 uh, year analysis of the year analysis yes yeah, so since they start we started doing this that's what they did wow you yeah. need to send a report let me, let me read it i'll, I'll give it to you oh, i beg you i'll give it to you <laughs> 50 years oh so the figures you were using for some life they were they had reviewed Yes. For all African countries. Yes. So, um, recommendation says, for instance, that says, let me read the full paragraph for you. See, uh, the recommendation of their report says that there is the need for more state support for patients with KF in Ghana. Mm-hmm. This could include com- complete funding for mm-hmm. some patients mm-hmm. with KF, mm-hmm. subsidization of cost of HD consumables, mm-hmm. strengthening the nephrology workforce, mm. improving renal transplants programs, mm-hmm. establishment of dialysis centers in regions without any, mm-hmm. and supporting defunct HD centers to restart operations. How many centers do we have in Ghana, by the way? I'll give you the numbers to mm-hmm. the state of them. Ghana should adopt strategies to support HD services through the NHIS, mm-hmm. as practiced in Kenya, Tanzania, mm-hmm. and South Africa. Oh, good boy. Uh, and until then... Where are you? Until then, efforts should be channeled towards prevention of kidney disease mm-hmm. through public health approaches. Mm-hmm. Universal health coverage for all is critical for early identification of risk factors mm-hmm. and the provision of equitable access to early interventions to delay the progression mm. of kidney disease. There is the need for good governance, mm. multiple stakeholder engagements, mm. transparency, and a universal commitment to improve the right to kidney care. The recommendations are quite exhaustive. Yes. So build new centers, equip mm. out, uh, uh, old centers, support the manpower, mm. uh, uh, in terms of like the human education, so no, I, I wanted some no, more insights on how do you mm-hmm. take care of yourself to prevent kidney disease. That's the public health part. Now we need a doctor. Now we need, we need a specialist to tell us to mm. do that for us. So my family health doctors listening, please send me the top four things people need to do to prevent the onset of kidney disease. And while doing that, look at the recommendations of COVID levy to be converted to a kidney dialysis or critical care treatment center maybe you can even build or decide to convert existing hospitals into critical care hospitals mm. where the difficult things like dialysis liver things are done mm-hmm. right and then ring fence some of the money into paying for the treatment so for every ordinary Ghanaian who has paid who has like a, a tin number you get 30 percent discount on the pay yeah something yeah. like that they should find a way of using 
public money to support people okay. who are so let me give you the numbers you wanted says, yes. so the number says that there are 51 hd centers in ghana 51 yes including 37 private centers and 14 public centers okay the majority of the hd centers are in the greater Accra region oh uh, that's 33 hmm. with nine in the Ashanti region hmm. only 40 centers are currently functional oh uh, nine centers are not operational hmm and two new centers have been set up, but not yet operational at the time of the survey. Charlie. Now, of the... Of the 40-something okay. that are working, 41. Yes. Should I continue? Yes, I want to hear. Oh, okay. So, of the 40 functional centers in Ghana, the majority are in the greater Caribbean national region. I mentioned that. Mm -hmm. um, there has been a steady increase in regional distribution of HD centers mm -hmm. uh, from one center in the greater Accra region in 1972 mm. to centers being present in nine out of the 16 regions. Wow. Mm. So. I, okay, let me read some comments coming in on the matter. Yeah, before you do that though, Bernard, so I've just dug up uh, something on healthline.com. So mm -hmm. this is one of the websites that people ordinarily go to mm -hmm. when they have um, challenges with um, their health. Um, so uh, what they have here um, is how to prevent kidney failure, even before we wait for an mm -hmm. expert to talk to mm -hmm. us. Mm -hmm. So we are told 11 tips for preventing kidney failure. Okay. So it says, because high blood pressure and diabetes are the most common causes of kidney failure, many mm -hmm. of the prevention tips are related to managing these two conditions. Mm -hmm. So one, manage your blood sugar. Mm. Now, diabetes increases your risk of uh, for heart disease and kidney failure. Mm -hmm. That's just one reason to manage your blood sugar. Secondly, mm -hmm. manage your blood pressure. Right. So high blood pressure can increase your risk of uh, heart disease as well as kidney failure mm -hmm. and then three maintain a healthy weight mm. so obesity uh, can risk your um, can increase your risk for conditions associated with kidney failure such as diabetes mm -hmm. and high blood pressure so you have to work out to reduce your weight for instance or eat properly mm -hmm. and then also eat a heart healthy diet we're mm. told um, a heart healthy diet yeah that's right mm. so a heart healthy diet one low in sugar mm. and cholesterol mm. and high in fiber Charlie. we're talking about whole grains and fruits and vegetables yeah. these help you to prevent weight gain mm -hmm. so reduce salt intake eating too much salt if you go and buy the food you say with this one eating too much salt we are told is associated so everything that we enjoy we have to stop eating exactly you should is it balance it <laughs> the food is there once you see the food there nobody would, would be no you want everything to eat it that is sweet will kill you uh -huh. <laughs> drink enough water all right so dehydration reduces um, blood flow to our kidneys mm. which can damage them ask mm. your daughter how much water you should drink per day okay. this will be useful mm. uh, and make a conscious effort to ensure that you are drinking enough water some people get big uh, containers which they have designations as to how much water is contained in it and the requirement they will tell you is that you should drink x amount of water a day so you mm. make a conscious effort to drink enough water mm. instead of eating too much so eight we are told that what seven actually mm. limits alcohol intake 
Mm. Now, alcohol mm. increases your blood pressure. Mm. The extra calories in it can mm -hmm. make you gain weight as well. Mm. So please, those of us who go with the bottles, let's take it easy on the bottle. Mm. Now, eight, don't smoke. Mm. Now, smoking reduces blood flow to your kidneys. Mm. And it damages kidney function in people with or without kidney disease. So, those of us who are still going with the packets and all of that, please, let's take it easy on those ones. Uh, take it easy. Yeah, they should take it easy. And then limit over-the-counter pain medication. There are mm. people who have become experts at, you know, addressing their own body problems. Good so, small ignore, they go to this thing, oh, doctor, give me a bombellet. Oh, doctor, give me <laughs> this. Don't know what's wrong with Charlie, you. Charlie? you are just pumping the system mm -hmm. if you have an issue do the right thing mm -hmm. go to the hospital mm -hmm. sometimes it is a symptom of a much bigger problem mm -hmm. so go to the hospital i know that but you call you call you may call you honor you call you you call you go to hospital go to hospital like it. doesn't go to hospital it is go collect and yeah. go to hospital that's what takes you to do. i understand that but let's treatment. do the very best especially those of us who can mm. afford all right and then also 10 says reduce stress yeah reducing stress and anxiety can lower your blood pressure that's why girlfriend has to look for telemore for me uh-huh which is good for your kidneys stress uh-huh and then exercise regularly i love it Exercise. That's what we are doing on Saturday. Yeah, that's right. So you need to come to uh, what do you call it? What's the name of the place? Yeah, come and take part in the room. Aha, uh -huh. work out, drink work it. your body, drink a lot of water. Uh -huh. Even if you see, I, Bernard, can you imagine? Majority of the times, the people with vehicle mm -hmm. from their from their door. To the car. They jump into the car. From the car to the office. To the office. Then okay. they go and sit down. Uh, Under AC. Yeah. Imagine the lawyers particularly. Charlie? The judges. Mm -hmm. You know, we go and sit down there mm -hmm. looking at one document from this one to the other. A lot of and intellectual work. Uh-huh. You know, exercise. Exactly. Your brain is tired. Charlie? Body is stressed. And then the stomach is coming. Mm -hmm. And you become big. The On top day, of that, you want to drink beer. One day when you wake up, you hear ca. Charlie? That's it. As you, as, you, as, you, as you turn on the way, you hear ca. You say, hey, what is this? <laughs> So you hold your waist, you walk slow, and when you hear the pa, you don't do, you do giri giri to do pa You have to crawl to the bathroom. You know, it's very serious. Let's read a few of your comments. We are opening up a discussion on what is the most effective way of making critical care available to Ghanaians. Is it expanding the NHIS? Is it converting the COVID tax into some special thing? Is it using a funeral tax, which a friend of mine is proposing? He's elaborating on the funeral tax now. So let me read what he's saying, and then I'll bring in more comments from Nathan. So he says that um, it is easier to get a loan for a funeral than for health care. If you make declaration of funeral revenue compulsory, put a 2.5% tax on it, and limit the refrigeration of corpses to two weeks, we can immediately free funeral. At the moment, our diaspora is funding funerals instead of crowdfunding health care. Charlie, this is serious! If every funeral loan is taxed, there will be money available. No, let me read this thing. Well, go for it. Listen to this. Mm -hmm. This guy is a surgeon. Mm -hmm. So he's not just talking from you the mouth. He says, it is easier to get a loan for a funeral, hmm. particularly in Kumasi, mm. than for healthcare. <laughs> if we make declaration of funeral revenue compulsory, put a two... Sorry, why are you giving... That's account. Why are you giving kind of ideas? <laughs> put a 2.5% tax on it. And limit, I like this part, limit the refrigeration of corpses to two weeks. That's good. I agree with that. We can immediately free a lot of funeral money. 
at the moment our diaspora is crowdfunding funerals instead of crowdfunding healthcare. If every funeral loan is taxed, there will be money available. Our hypertension prevalence among young people is more than 40%. We are heading for a disaster without a plan. Now, he gave me some now figures. We screened 3,080 participants with a mean age of 39.5, 39.8, plus or minus 16.8 years. The prevalence of hypertension was 27.3% among the participants. Two-thirds of the hypertensives were unaware of their condition. And only 49.5% of participants with a history of hypertension or medication were controlled. Predicators of hypertension in a multiple logistic regression were increasing. Then he gave the equation. OR equal 1.05, CI 1.04 to 1.06. The p-value is less than 0.001. And the high body mass index. So the p-value changes with your body mass index. So, Charlie, this is a, let me read the whole it's, thing again. I think it's a very So first thing, it says, it's easier to get a loan for a funeral than a, health, a loan for healthcare. If you make declaration of funeral revenue compulsory, put a 2.5% tax on it, limit the refrigeration of corpses, I like that part to two weeks. Mm-hmm. So basically, force people to spend more on the living than on the dead. Yeah, mm-hmm. which, which so if the hospitals time. are told that anybody who has a corpse there beyond two weeks, increase the rate by X percent, they will bury their people quickly. Oh, but you see that the people, yeah, the witches would have. And if they are burying the people quickly, it means uh-huh. they'll spend less money on it. Because no. during COVID, I'll tell you this during COVID, mm-hmm. a lot of people did funerals at very cheap. I didn't even know transitions and those people could do funeral in for 20 people. Mm-hmm. Because they were saying you can't do big funeral and you have whatever. It was a very simple funeral. Mm-hmm. But if you are doing post-COVID funeral and you are doing the persons in the fridge for three months, you are paying every day for fridge. Yeah, we, are plotting, we are plotting tourism revenue around. Yeah. Yeah. See, the rules should be fair. <laughs> so, so, so it's, you're right. <laughs> so, so big we are plotting tourism no, revenue no, around. No, the rules no, should be fair no. that you should not do it beyond two weeks. If you create the derogation that you are talking about, yeah. that oh, when you exceed two weeks, then you multiply it by it, there are people funeral. There's so much money in it too, for so many people. So you're saying make it a law that no. You see, I, I think you see, I I am interested in using incentives, carrot and stick, mm-hmm. than to say strict law. So if you say make it prohibitive for families to keep the body there. Mm-hmm. When they go for the meeting and they know that their family doesn't have a lot of money, they will think twice. But I agree with you. If the people are rich, you will keep the body that they. There are people whose bodies have been. It's been over years, for two some years, people. three years, six years in some cases. Yeah. Because they say that somebody who lives outside is raising money. Yeah, he's raising money, or somebody is funding the the, the funeral entirely, or somebody is paying for the. Revenue. But that's why he says tax funeral revenue. So use the fridge thing to limit the time they can keep the body, mm-hmm. and then whatever they raise for the from the funeral. Look, when we do we look, Sky, when, when we do GR, when we do events, mm-hmm. when we used to do digital, remember GR come and sit there mm-hmm. with pen and paper. When girlfriend enter the mark, mm-hmm. when they enter the mark, and they say, "Oh, Nana, pay this amount." Mm-hmm. They can come and sit at your funeral, send GR officials wearing black, black, yeah, yeah. and they will say. Any donation that is announced, the government will take 2.5%. Very quickly, it reduces the whole funeral thing. In addition to... I think, you see, we have to use ingenuity to solve our problems. 
you know so so let's think about it later read a few comments for me how do we make resources available for critical care that's question one question two how do we re- reduce the number of people who are getting these lifestyle diseases that are so expensive to treat kidney liver heart hypertension stroke diabetes all these things sky says drink more water listen to city breakfast show mm-hmm. to li- reduce your stress level mm-hmm. that's why we play music that's why we laugh it's not because we are not <laughs> you don't not, have anything it's not because we don't think ghana is hard some people say every day people are laughing <laughs> but if you don't want to laugh then go, and go to a funeral why are you listening to us that we shouldn't laugh you want us to die sure See, you know the they, are, they are always happy they are always laughing there are serious issues in ghana so people should stop laughing you know, do you know the stress we go through and the things we deal with on our laughter is the best medicine? Neta, read a message for us. Don't, okay, don't mind uh, <laughs> Patrice in East Airport says, uh, You can't conclude dialysis is cheap in Ghana, leaving other factors out like minimum wage and etc. Okay, I didn't say dialysis was cheap, I'm just saying that in comparison to some other countries, the figures he was given for the 50 year review mm-hmm. showed that some countries were much more expensive, but some countries are also cheaper. So, Ghana is somewhere in the middle. Okay, um, this one says we can use the betting tax to support the treatment. Ah. A Koja bless sense that. This one says I'm curious to know how dialysis was done in the 1700s and ancient times. Maybe historians should help us. Uh, Sorry, repeat that, repeat that one. Somebody's asking how dialysis was done in ancient times. So maybe the uh, historians. I, I think the best, the, the best uh, science is what they do now. Oh, yeah, I don't think there's a better science because it's done everywhere, mm-hmm. you know, and that's why the person says we also we should also invest in R and D because you see, Research, has anybody said anything though about um, herbal treatment or this? I don't call it herbal, like the 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 center for Scientific. plant medicine Scientific kind of thing. research into plant medicine. Yeah, is there into into regenerating a field? I don't know, kidney. or to preventing a kidney from. Yeah, so that's the that's the part that they're talking about. If we we are educated more on yeah. what to do to protect, make the kidney healthy, yeah, then you don't have those issues. See, so the the center does a lot of work in in say modernizing our herbal options. Mm. Right, what we have are people who learnt it from their parents generally, uh, or their grandparents, and then they run off with it. Sometimes people have not taken the trouble to actually learn the thing. You see, when you're taking herbs, you should understand that it, some science should be associated with mm-hmm. it. So instead of taking a certain dosage, people sometimes are drinking a day or they just tell them, oh, this is one gallon. Try and finish it within two days. Mm-hmm. But what <laughs> you forget is that there are compounds, there are all kinds of yeah. chemicals in what you're drinking. That the, your, your body may not be able to break down. Exactly. In, in the right way exactly and then also in some cases because you may have an underlying condition hmm. you do not know uh-huh, you do not know whether you can properly deal with what you are taking in you, know. you do that and then your organs shut down and then in the process that's why i'm very suspicious of non-scientific herbal treatment because even with uh, a cropon mm. a mampon they have scientific because yeah. see science is something that helps all of us so it's not it's not like you know yeah 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 we have our own method that's not what it is so i do know there's a difference between what big pharma pushes <laughs> and what we need that's right but you know even with mampon mampon does is to say look you you have this herb you want to use but it must be in a form and a quantity and a time that will not damage 
your problems your system ha, but sometimes people are like oh me 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 guy be wakaso na o ma me two gallons binti and obi bia na manu kakra o be no mo wa she wa she wa she do na mama binti o no no as your head yes, sir, as, as your body is getting yes, damaged <laughs> you are damaging so you are taking something that's making you feel better in your head but damaging something inside true it's true so true. Uh, so it and then he'll bring like three gallons three gallons yeah. you don't even know how they put it they have good taste in that those things sell faster than anything. Charlie, since they've been a friend, since they remember a friend, no, I, I have a friend. My friend is on share with me, mommy. I have a friend. I have a friend who took a herbal medicine, mm. and she nearly lost her life. Yes. Because somebody said, "Oh, I want to help you do this, da 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 da," and then this person, this person didn't even have a serious condition. No, this person was just trying to take seed or something, mm-hmm. and then. The medicine that they prescribe initially, oh, it was good. Now, oh, why fine? Why fine? Why fine? Mm-hmm. Sky, <laughs> if it wasn't God, would have died. Because and, and the person said disappear. The, the person <laughs> gives you that he disappear because the person is not certified. He just give you. You don't know where he learned the thing from. No, it worked for three people. Can you imagine? So testimony time. Charlie, and this word of mouth, especially Amon. in relation to what you call it, herbal drugs. Charlie. It's like they are apostles. They are they are more effective than radio advert. Charlie, when you are even talking to your aunties, <laughs> your aunties <laughs> oh, oh. Oh. <laughs> uh, somebody has called me. Are you the only person who has gone to school? Charlie, <laughs> <laughs> it's a problem. Sky, I thought I was the only person who was facing this matter. Mm, everybody is facing this matter. Everybody is <laughs> facing this matter. You're the one who says. They put the roots and something, something. Uh, well, in, uh, well, it, this one, boy, they shared it with a uh, 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 tonic water. Look at that. Charlie, they yeah. leave it for like two or three days. Thank you. Thank you for remembering. Some of the basic science we do, they tell you, say, this is the can't drink. drink. <laughs> <laughs> you are wounding the body. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one of the things we need to do, we should, we should give more voice to the Mampon people. And I, you know, we initially went to see them, mm-hmm. to talk to them, because I think they, they are the solution to this thing. Because you see, they deal with herbs, and they they you research it. Yeah, they research it yeah. We we haven't given them support yeah. as a country. We haven't given them support at all. And I, I think that the Mampon people should be allocated part of the public health education budget mm-hmm. you see you see how when we are here radio call us and say they are doing public health on cholera we give them free airtime or kolebu will say we are doing public health on child cancer we give them airtime or somebody is doing we should add the mampon people to that thing mm-hmm. and we should also play their educative material in the trot trust because that's where the transaction takes place mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. Charlie. The worst of us when you are traveling long journey. Charlie, and then so Andy has a man. I'm just making a joke. Me, Doctor Kofi Mensana, I don't know you, my father. But you're young, you're born by effect. Then you play another. You're the worst man. Somebody they sit by you. Your auntie they sit by you. You go take money, they go buy. Which is kind just this morning's headline, the Ghanaian Times. Yes, from the FDA. Yes, saying they are going to actually. Keep an eye on us because we are responsible. The trot was our waste for doing this. If they are taking a bus from here to Kumasi, <laughs> oh, can you see the guy can't stand with a rubber again? Two days ago, I met one. Who barrow? <laughs> they have loaded the thing in the wheelbarrow. 
It heals but, everything. But what shocks me is how quickly people buy it. Like, I, no, I, I, I always believe in it. I always believe in it. Because 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 you know, believe no, in it. See, I have told myself I will never buy those things. But Why? But, but, but let's also some of, some of the people are skilled though bro what somebody has learned the seven years in school you see sometimes let's respect people and what somebody has learned a hundred years from in their family but, but, the, pers- but the person selling it is not a good ambassador of what they are selling and there's no traceability you see they have basic True. principles let's if, if, if you've done it for a hundred years then as we ought to have recourse to come back to you to say this is what you gave me what uh, you so it. you can when you are buying it as a person over him you see we shout these things in mystery but the, the mystery, the mystery makes it more potent. With a wheelbarrow. The mystery adds to the potency. Also, for ginger, for kakedro, for fra, nanu, nayewe, nayewe. For cinnamon, kakegum. Charlie. For cinnamon, kakegum. Now, for garlic, for war. Kabundu rejectamenta. Sure. Charlie, we can't allow ourselves, but we have said a few things, eh? Uh, we are we are going to compile the the suggestions. COVID levy must be converted into something more tangible and useful mm-hmm. because I really don't know what they are using the COVID levy for. Mm-hmm. A possible disincentive to keeping dead bodies in fridge for more than two weeks mm-hmm. as a way of reducing the funeral economy. Mm-hmm a kind of funeral tax which i'm not really very happy about proposing a new tax but if it's going to if, if it's going to sort of reallocate diasporan resources because don't forget that the build the building the, the the real estate and the funeral economies in ghana are largely um funded by diasporans mm-hmm. okay. right so the, the amount of private remittance that we got in 2020 was almost four billion dollars mm-hmm. and a lot of that went into buildings paying school fees and doing funerals mm-hmm. if we can convert some of that into health care that would be useful i have a few more suggestions from the medical fraternity sky listed about 10 things to do to r- reduce your 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 disposition to these lifestyle diseases which i think we, we need to read again i just wanted to uh, uh, read some comment. Bernard, Mampon does need a voice. I believe more in herbal medicine and orthodox medicine. This is from a listener. Uh, good, ma- good morning, Bernard. This is from a doctor friend of mine. Okay. He says, in addition to what you said, please advise the youth to stop abusing aphrodisiacs. Oh. Hey. They really affect the kidney. Okay, so let me make a quick comment on that. You see, a lot of our young people are watching pornography. Mm. Mm-hmm. Now, when they watch pornography and they see a man going, you know, 30 minutes, 40 minutes, 60 minutes, mm. and they are doing all kinds of things, they assume that mm-hmm. that is what a normal man should be able to do at a session. And if they can't do it, it means that they, they are not matching up to the game. Yeah. So they go and buy things. They go and buy all kinds of things, mixing all kinds of things, damaging their kidneys. Charlie, in some cases, they are even going to take things to enlarge their. But you know the sad part: the ages of the people doing this is what even shocks me. Yes, Charlie Nathan, boys in their late twenties and early thirties. But the boys make wild. So if you are, then what do people like me and Scotty? <laughs> Charlie, we are in our old age. The point is young boys, yeah, stop so it. it's not good. Stop using, not even abusing, stop using aphrodisiacs. 
stop using well. stop challenging. Yeah. Look, stop they using like all kinds Nathan, of Nathan. <laughs> let's not even talk about abuse. Stop using aphrodisiacs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop using aphrodisiacs. It's not it's gonna destroy you. You know? A few more comments on this. But my friend's mother damaged her liver and other internal organs because of this local herbs and eventually died within a short time. I hope you told your friends about this. A few more. Good morning, Bernard. In India, Dr. Shetty, a cardiac surgeon through his Narayana Health, a chain of 21 medical centers in India, has managed to reduce cost of major surgeries through medical efficiency. He developed a module where major health services are being delivered to ordinary persons in India. Ghana must look at this man's model. He pioneered efforts to reduce the cost of major healthcare procedures in India. Here are some of the strategies and initiatives that Dr. Shetty and Narayana have employed. Economies of scale. Narayana Health operates a large number of hospitals across India, which allows them to achieve economies of scale. This means they can buy medical equipment and supplies in bulk, negotiate better, deal with pharmaceutical companies, and streamline the operations of all which contribute to their cost savings. Two, standardization of care. Dr. Shetty and the team have standardized medical procedures and protocols to ensure efficient and cost-effective care. This minimizes the unnecessary variations in care and reduces the risk of medical errors. Three, high patient volume. Narayana Health Hospitals are known for their high patient volumes. This allows them to spread their fixed costs over larger numbers of patients, reducing the cost per patient. Four, low-cost infrastructure. Narayana Hospitals are designed with cost efficiency in mind. They are not opulent or extravagant, but rather focus on providing essential healthcare services in a cost-effective manner. So look at the cost of the hospitals we build. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we can reduce that money and rather spend the money on the equipment, mm -hmm. not on the building itself. Mm -hmm. Five, cross-subsidization. Narayana Health follows a model of cross-subsidization. They charge higher fees to wealthier patients who can afford it, which helps offset the cost of treating less privileged patients who may receive heavily subsidized or free care. Six, telemedicine and technology. Embracing telemedicine and technology has allowed Narayana to extend their reach to remote areas and serve their more patients without the need for physical infrastructure expansion. 7. Training and task shifting. Dr. Shetty has emphasized training healthcare staff, including nurses and paramedics, to take on tasks that don't require a doctor's expertise. I like this. This helps optimize the use of hum human resources and reduce labor costs. 8. Philanthropic initiatives. Narayana Healthcare has received support from philanthropic organizations and individuals to fund its charitable activities and subsidize the cost of care for financially disadvantaged patients. Nine, research and innovation, which somebody mentioned. Dr. Shetty and his team have actively engaged in research and innovation to develop cost-effective medical technologies and solutions such as affordable heart surgeries and cardiac care. And then 10, health insurance partnership. Narayana has partnered with various health insurance providers to make healthcare more accessible and affordable for patients who have insurance coverage. Bernard, I agree. We can convert the COVID-19 levy into a fund. I've enjoyed your morning discourse this morning. Dialysis issues are not limited to the cost. Fair Sky has been helping Kolebu a lot. Maybe they are tired. And also, and so we are getting the real cost. As for the politicians, forget them. After free everything, we give them free dialysis too. <clears throat> they even ask for free dialysis for their constituency executives. We can convert the COVID levy into a fund. Okay. Uh, more comments on this. Ben, can we have more research into the herbal solutions which might be available and in use? For instance, can the Mampon Center for Herbal Medicine help in researching what works? Uh, go for it. Bernard, in fact, just on that. You need to send the reporter who did the dialysis story to go to Mampon to speak to them uh -huh. about a possible herbal solution. Uh -huh. as a part two of that report yeah but I'm just, just on that yes. though um 
there's a story no, that but somebody sent me something. <laughs> Say wait. Some mixture has been put on a billboard. <laughs> let me see the mixture. I won't mention the name to advertise it. Uh, let me see them. I want to see the photo. You know, share it the, the way the, the mixture has been put there. The performance levels or the claim is for malaria, but <laughs> <laughs> the way they put that thing is like you know. But uh, there's a story uh, which uh, was published by Graphic Online mm-hmm. on the 7th of December 2021. Allocate more funds to herbal medicine. It's yeah. coming in from Dr. Asari. And the story says the administrator of the National COVID-19 Trust Fund, Dr. Collins William Asari, has appealed to the government to allocate more resources to Mm -hmm. the herbal medicine sector to Mm -hmm. help unlock the full potential of the sector. Mm -hmm. Now, he said herbal medicine practice needed increased funding to aid research into innovations for the purposes of tackling emerging diseases and other uh, challenges in the health service delivery system. Now, say, now, they goes on to tell you that speaking at the launch of the 45th anniversary mm-hmm. of the Center for Scientific Research mm-hmm. into Plant yeah, Medicine in Accra, Dr. Asari, who is also a member of the ECOWAS Council mm-hmm. of the Y, said the traditional and herbal medicine sector had the potential to change the economic fortunes of the country when properly resource and position <laughs> now you see when you go further down <laughs> we're told that dr sari also launched a 25 million dollar endowment fund mm-hmm. for the center for scientific uh, research into plant medicine in mm. mampom Equiaping, in the eastern region the fund is to pull resources into supporting scientific research mm-hmm. towards the advancement of herbal and traditional medicine practice in the country now it is part of initiatives to market for the first uh, 45th anniversary you know bernard mm-hmm. um, you see we are told that the national lotteries authority mm-hmm. has contributed to supporting this fund mm-hmm. i think that a number of these institutions that mm-hmm. are doing well mm-hmm. um, in the country businesses enterprises yeah. and all of these people mm-hmm. they should also go there and support all because right. if we do so the plants they are, they are here mm-hmm. we are not saying that herbal medicines don't work that's not what we are saying for people listening we are not saying that herbal medicines are bad we are saying that your body is a temple of some kind mm. the things that go in must be in a proportion that is that is capable or that are capable of being processed mm. by the body mm. if you put in something that is in excess of requirement you kill an organ mm. so you need people who understand how to use the herbs properly okay. not just some kweku mensa mm. who's, going eh, to spend eh, eh. <laughs> who's going to spend two days mm. with some herbalist and is giving you all kinds of concoctions and you are drinking fair it. enough so that's let, let me read this from a certified medical herbalist mm. it says that please let listeners understand that theo francis von hennen said everything is poison only the dose will differentiate benefits from harmful effects. Okay. To explain that, all medicines can affect the kidney if not taken in the right dose. Okay. It is not limited to herbal medicines. In any case, the herbal medicines are relatively safe compared to conventional medicine. Mm. Let's not come and suggest that herbal medicines are bad. People just need the right education. There is a growing patronage mm. in recent years. Okay. Look at China and India. Mm. They have top-notch herbal medicinal products. Why don't we promote our own? That's what we've been saying. All right, we'll take a break. We'll be right back. Stay with us. One moment. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise.
unleashing the power of relevant radio. This is City 97.3. Welcome back. This is still the City Breakfast Show. Some quick announcements before we get into some of your messages. Roberts and Sons Optical is one of the accredited poly, um, why did I say political? optical centers for the DVLA eye test. Visit any of their branches um, in Adenta, Weja, Dabraka, Osudan, Kwaseko, Tema, East Legon, Kumasi, and Kofreda. You can also call Roberts and Sons on 501 for more info or visit their online shop, robertandsonsoptical.com and get to them on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at Roberts and Roberts N-S-O-N-S-L-T-D for more information regarding the DVLA ITS. Roberts and Sons Optical Seeing is Believing. Standard Water has over 25 years uh, in providing quality and refreshing water to quench your thirst. They are in 11 regions. They are expanding. They have a wide array of water just for you. Water f- um, in the sachet, the bottles, dispenser, and customized water for your parties and special occasions. Call Standard Water on 020 055703 or 0547334385. And this ad is FDA approved. Now, if you want a British degree from a world class university at a fraction of the cost, then join Lancaster University Ghana right here in Accra with a diverse student community, vibrant campus life, and 50% scholarship to support your study. Lancaster University Ghana provides you with a world-class education that creates endless opportunities globally. They are currently taking spots for the October intake, so speak to them on 030-218-989 or send an email admissions at lancasteredu.gh Lancaster University Ghana, the only British university campus in West Africa. Now, do you know that you can turn your gaming into serious cash? The Mega 6 referral 
reward program is here it's your chance to end big while having mega fun now if you refer your friends and family to join the mega six platform using your unique referral code when they play just one game with two cds or more you win instantly five cds in your pocket that's right now you can win as much money by getting a lot um, of people to sign up just get on star 266 hash and remember that mega six lotus is regulated by the nla is also monitored by the nla not for those below 18 play responsibly mega six lotus mega winning mega impact now, Voltic natural mineral water is extracted from over 60 meters deep underground where it is protected from pollution above ground. Now, Voltic natural water contains minerals that are emitted uh, by rocks and they are, the minerals are not artificially added. Voltic contains essential nutrients, calcium, magnesium, bicarbonate, nitrate, sulfates, potassium and iron, which are all essentials for healthy growth voltic natural mineral water is truly Ghanaian and 100 percent natural voltic natural mineral water naturally Okay, message is coming through. Good morning, guys. I have abstained from alcohol and drugs from the day I was born, thinking I'm living a healthy life only to be diagnosed with chronic heart failure at 19. I'm still battling with it because it has no cure. You just have to manage it. So in my opinion, health is really a genetic lottery, which is why someone can live the most unhealthy life and never get sick, but someone else gets sick with no cause. In my case, it was inherited. <clears throat> I hope you're doing well wherever it is you are. Well, there's well, that well, one. Well, there's, well. there's that one too. <clears throat> there's also the need for you to take care of yourself. I support the idea about funeral tax. Uh, for example, I lost my uncle somewhere two months ago. And immediately the family has formed a WhatsApp platform and brought together all family members to raise funds for the funeral this October. I am 33 and I've never seen a collective family support for any family member suffering any health condition. We love the dead not the living <clears throat> one of the things i wanted to say was that the ideas we are getting we'll put them together but I, I think one day we should do a show where people can propose new ideas because guys there's so much wisdom in listeners some of the things i'm reading this morning mm. very very deep and i really feel we should create a better platform to harvest those ideas and use them because there are so many things we are doing that are not helping us Okay, yeah, just so, wasting time. Go for it, so the sad thing is, people think the only cause of HPP, which is high blood pressure, is being obese. Mm -hmm. So there are lots of deaths these days, and most of them look very fit and healthy, not <laughs> obese and so on. Really? Most of the people who are obese are aware and so are medication mm -hmm. or living lives to reduce their weight. But mm -hmm. those who seem healthy or look healthy think high blood pressure is so far from them mm -hmm. and don't take any measures to avert uh, sudden collapse leading to death. The world that we live in today, the stress is what is killing a lot of us. The deaths we hear usually are of those who are playing football or jogging. Stress is killing us more than obesity these days. Let us take note. And yes, listen to City CBS more mm. and laugh more. Mm. Problem no, they finish. But there's a, funny, there's, there's a funny comment about laughter that <clears throat> makes the most sense. They say laughter is the best medicine. However, if you laugh too much, you will need medication. <laughs> <laughs> Here's an interesting one from Teddy on his Facebook page. Dr. Tatiman says, India's budget for landing on the moon was $74 million. India's per capita 
income is 7,100 USD compared to Ghana of 5,500, so slightly higher than Ghana. Number of medical schools in India is 654. Guess how many we have in Ghana? Five? Six. So India has 654 medical schools. We have only five. We have only six. Like proper medical schools. Yes. In doc- oh, yeah. India's, India has a billion people. Well, okay. India's doctor to, pace, to population ratio, that's a critical one. Mm-hmm. One doctor to 854 patients. Guess Ghana. One doctor. One doctor to like 10,000. Yes. One doctor to 10,450. Oh. So that's With the, our that, small population. Yeah. Yeah. So India has 854 people per doctor. We have 10,450 people by doctor. That's completely unacceptable. Okay. We need more doctors. Too many. And nurses and all this. Yeah, please continue. Yeah, this one says, good morning. Uh, guys, uh, Bernard, funeral donations will not be announced publicly at the funeral grants. Backdoor donations. Emmanuel Hasford. Um, good morning, guys. I think uh, taxes from sports betting alone can take care of not just dialysis, but most other critical care concerns. Says, good morning, guys. My name is Sophia, medical officer. I have just a little to share on preventing kidney failure. In addition to all that has been already said, stopping or cutting down on the frequent intake of herbal preparations. It is a such it is a touchy subject because most people prefer local treatments which are believed to be curative. Most are toxic to the kidneys. I recommend to people to report to hospitals early for treatment for simple conditions like diarrhea and vomiting and malaria, which are common causes or for common symptoms of acute kidney failure, perhaps. But why have the Indians and the Chinese been able to use herbal medicines? better they've integrated it into i mean there are chinese hospitals in ghana where you mm. go and the things they will give you are chinese things. funding for the scientific yeah. research so i we that. need to think about that kind of thing mm. but it's also born out of a, <coughs> of thousands of years of practice and documenting so there's a process like you said there's traceability mm-hmm. and there have been improvements on those yeah. things that yeah. can be verified. So if this person is practicing this and this, there are notes the person perhaps could go back to from 200 years ago yeah, but to cross-check it, but it all starts, wrong. You see, it, but it all starts with the decision that we will make this part of our system yes. and we'll support it. Yeah. That, that's, yes, so the, the first thing is that we have, we have decided to relegate them somewhere and we think that what they are doing is not going to help us. Okay. Which is wrong. Yes. And uh, largely sometimes it's because of the interest of big pharma. Oh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, we yeah, need yeah. a delicate. And it's not pharma. as if the normal medicine you buy from pharmaceutical companies don't also have side effects. Anyway. Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, everything do. you take in has its yeah. own problems. Yeah, yes. a, f- a few more comments. It says, Good morning. The co- this collaboration is worrying. We should also educate people on the level of alcohol being sold, mixed with all kinds of mixtures. There are too many concussions or sold for consumption, which has an effect on the kidney. We are drinking too many of these things. In Somebody Ghana. said he has counted over 40 bitters brands. <laughs> All of them have different things inside. 40 bitters brands. Oh, yeah, brands. yeah, yeah. Hey, that's plenty. The last now. list I had was 36. So oh, it, it has been updated, updated to, four. to 40. Oh, you've been counting this thing? Oh, yeah, oh, I used to have this list. That's an interesting subject. Oh, yeah. There's a number of bitters. Oh, I can't mention it. So they have answer, a, they, they, they are making their own cocktails there. Okay. Yeah. No problem. 40 uh, bitters. Charlie, I'm out for the for the town inside. All right, this Go one, on. Sam from Hachu says, So, mm. Bernard, mm. what are state institutions like BOG, GMPC, Ghana Gases doing? We hear GMPC supporting Black Stars and BOG building a massive brand new office. Is it a priority? Is it, are these more priorities than wanting to keep our citizens alive? The other thing, I need, to say, the, the other thing I need to say about this is like, okay, okay for example, BOG built a, a hospital, mm. but is that hospital accessible to the public? Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a big hospital, it seems like a high level hospital, mm. but. When the BOG has money to spend on the hospital or on healthcare, mm. 
who who advises on where it should be spent on on which because if you go to Kolebu, I remember the lady whose son died in the yes. yeah the neurology I think it was new something new yeah I think there are so good. many places within Kolebu that that money could have gone to support because the thing about Kolebu is that Kolebu has the best collection of medical professionals yes so why I'm not saying don't do the hospitals you spend a lot of money doing the hospital that now you are marketing for people to come and attend. Whereas you have a huge hospital like Kolebu Okonfanochi that has centers that are so underfunded. Okay, so there has to be some direction, better direction in the allocation of resources where this millions <coughs> you are spending on some hospital somewhere could actually be sent to build a center to deal with a specific ailment. We have less than five or so doctors in the new neuro, child neurosurgery department at Kolebu. Mm-hmm. But it's a big area. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. also, we can also... I mean, it's not bad building new hospitals and new centers. What we should do is that while we build the new ones, we should also ensure that the equipment store mm-hmm. and the old ones don't go down. Thank and you. then also, the people who are stealing the equipment. There are some things we are looking into. The people who are stealing the equipment and the yeah. medicine. Please, yeah. watch out. The it's medical bad. center yes. issue. Okay. Let's read more so comments. <clears throat> I've just lost an aunt who happened to have taken some of these herbal medicines. Mm. She suddenly developed kidney issues and was on dialysis for close to two years. Oh. If I tell you how much the family spent, you won't believe it. We spent over 273,000 Ghana cities. On what? Dialysis. dialysis. She passed hey. away just last month and has since been buried. 273,000? Hey, let's go to more. Good morning, guys. The way you guys laugh always gives me motivation to survive this Ghana economy. <laughs> Ken from Ayarefa. Mampong mm. uh, is not getting a lot of support. Because mm-hmm. big pharma companies are boycotting them. Mampong is the best place to get medicine in Ghana. We should open that place up and spread the good news. Send the reporter. You think me I should send the reporter? Yeah, we'll send the reporter. Oh. <laughs> the herbal thing, you know, sometimes it's good, though. Mm. Those days, my mom will send me to pluck dandelion. Or dandelion. Dandelion. Yes, she will smudge it with a little water. And drop it on ice and drop it on her eyes whenever it's itchy. Okay. That's yeah. Good one there. Do some of those things too. Um, good morning. The Queen of England died mm. and in less than a month she had been buried. Mm. Sylvia Berlusconi died and in less than three weeks he was buried. Mm-hmm. Giorgio Napolitano just died last week and he's been buried. Mm. All these people are super rich. It's only in Ghana that we worship the dead and spend a lot on them. This is nature from Italy. Yeah, that's a point. But it's not just, uh, you know, every time when I used to work around the continent and we, we share cultural and social stories, a lot of them used to wonder why <coughs> Ghana, we take, we, so, long we, we take so long in burying people. You know, they yeah. always used to ask me that. Anyway, Bernard and team, good morning. Stop this revenue thing. Oh. This yeah. funeral revenue thing. Who's there without money in Ghana to take care of our needs and even wants? All we need is, all we need to do is win the fight against corruption. And the excess waste, Francis. Uh, this one says, "Good morning, um, team. With the advent of after investing in critical care in Ghana, will make Ghana a destination for critical care, not only in the sub-region but across the whole of Africa." Let's think long term about this as well. This is coming in from Vera, uh, who is listening to us in Glasgow. Uh, Glasgow, and she goes on to say that I support the funeral tax uh, with one hundred, not actually one thousand bags of cement. Mm. When I went to Uganda, people were buried within three days of their death, irrespective of religion. Mm. If the immediate uh, relatives uh, are abroad, they give them uh, at most two weeks for mm. the funeral to take place. Let's adopt this strategy and I mm. believe it will help. Let me summarize what we've heard so far on okay. the kidney thing with a very nice message that somebody has sent. Bernard, patients with chronic kidney failure diagnosis may require dialysis at least three times a week. Mm-hmm. A session of dialysis at Kolebu, of course, was 380, which we are now told is 765 
which is around sixty-six dollars. Mm-hmm. Most of these patients will require three sessions of dialysis per week. Mm-hmm. So if the new figure is agreed, it will lead to about two thousand two ninety-six CDs per week, or that's almost one ninety-eight dollars a week and seven ninety-five dollars a month. Mm-hmm. So we can't pay this. So how do you protect your kidneys? Hydrate. Sky read this at least two to three liters a day. Mm. Control your weight, your blood sugar, mm-hmm. and your blood pressure. That's two. Three. Exercise regularly, mm-hmm. at least 150 minutes per week. And jumping to conclusions is not an exercise. Mm. <laughs> Four. Mm. <laughs> Be careful. <laughs> Be careful with supplements and herbal drugs. Five. Quit smoking and vaping. Mm. Six. Avoid painkillers like ibuprofen and naproxen unless necessary. And then seven, get regular checkups done. I reserve my comment on the rest. Okay. That's what the person sent to mm, me. Better let me add something. This one is coming in from Salifu Abdul Dahim, who mm. is listening to us in the north. And he says, Good morning, team. Achieve Zo Simlina mm. ordered medical equipment for the Tamale teaching hospital, including a dialysis machine. Mm. On arrival, they mm. could not clear it. Mm. Due to the high cost of duty at the port, yeah, at the port. Mm. Now the equipment, we have lost it mm. because they auctioned it. So the hospital lost that particular consignment. Uh, mm. Some of the things that happen, like who dictates these things? Tax breaks. It's not the finance ministry. Alos, it's the finance ministry who dictates who gets the exemptions some of these things we are busy yeah because like i said if we are giving hotels and things yeah, tax addresses, let me read on one last one i can't get it this is for my friend samuel okay samuel bella good morning i'm right. listening to you guys from mamba port hotel monrovia mm-hmm. you tend to leave out corruption when you talk about public finance ghana is rattled with corruption <laughs> and i don't think we need new taxes to take care of our critical health needs we should cut our overpriced contracts which most duty bearers tend to take over 50% of contract sums. Fight corruption and Ghana will not suffer anymore. Amen. This is from somewhere. Yeah, but Nita, you were saying something about, you said you mentioned some condition. Preapism. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, 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 uh, 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 you know, a listener of this show mm. uh, who works in one of the public hospitals says, I'm listening to the show. The number of young people coming in or coming to the u- urology clinic these these days is scary. Hmm. Priapism cases have gone up among the youth. What is that? So priapism is is when you have an erection for an extended period and it's not cooling down. But is it because of what they went to drink? Yes. Then they should suffer some more. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. This is City 
You're living in the world, my mama. Some are really go hate you. Some are really go love you. And some are really go hate you. Yeah, we do all that kanga, eh, 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 eh. We do all that kanga, but not kanga. But for now, you're the baller. Yeah, we do all that kanga. Yeah, we do all that kanga, but not kanga. Yeah, we do all that kanga, eh, 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 eh. Living in the world, my sister. Some are really go love you. And some are really go hate you. Yeah, we do all that kanga, eh, eh, eh. Two minutes to ten, we're wrapping up shortly. Bernard, please hammer on the numerous beaters we produce and market in Ghana. At the last count, we had over 40 different beaters currently in circulation in the country. This is coming in from William. Thank you for listening. Uh, lots of good ideas. But I think you need to advocate that we build more herbal centers around Ghana. Remember, these drugs don't necessarily need expensive equipment. Through these initiatives, we can employ more people. Coming from Eric. But the herbalists have carried out proper healthcare education because they can afford it. They are making more money using economies of scale. Doctors in Ghana cannot win the competition. We are just too few. It's a very, very big discussion. Here's a quick one from Toby Dobu. He says, waivers are not automatic. The hospital must apply for the waiver from the Ministry of Finance for it to be granted. This is in reference to the person who said they had imported some uh, material to help and the, way, the, the, the duty was too high for them to pay. Well, we'll see you on Saturday. City Business Olympics, 8 o'clock at the Eden Heights Center here in Accra, not far from the West Hills Mall. Yeah, we don't want